Welcome to 2024, viewers and listeners. Cricket, big, big cricket uh, episode. This one on the pod. Australia sweep Pakistan, but not without a good fight from the tourists. Uh, they really stuck it to us in Melbourne. And there was a stage there where um, you could could have been a little bit worried in Sydney. It was David Warner's last test. How good is Paddy Cummins? And uh, Amir Jamal announcing himself on the world stage. Shortest test ever between India and South Africa at the Newlands, uh, plus a bit of big bash and only 10 days until the Windies in Adelaide. NFL Week 18 is upon us. There's some games that uh, have essentially been early playoff games and some to happen tomorrow. The Ravens have the one seed wrapped up. Lamar pretty much the MVP. Uh, Pro Bowl teams named and college football finals. Over in the NBA, the Pistons equal the losing records but don't get it. Uh, they don't get the 29th, so they'll mm-hmm. share that with the 76ers. Celtics haven't lost at home. Embiid always scores 30. And are the Grizzlies good with Jar? Little bit of soccer, uh, some EPL over New Year's. Asian Cup starts next week. Tiny bit of footy into a final round that's a little light on Biffs and Revs, unless you've just been at Summer Nats, and uh, then I assume you've probably got a bit of both uh, up your up your sleeve over the weekend. <laughs> Plus, uh, golf is back for the year, and the Australian Open is around the corner in the tennis. This is on the Esky and Aussie Sports podcast. We like our US sports. We like our Aussie sports. We like to have a bit of a laugh and a dribble. We do have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you like and check us out on the socials. We have three on the table today. Welcome back to the fastest research man in the ACT. He's been on paternity leave for the last three months and I just checked, confirmed not on Epstein's list. No, probably a little bit, little bit young for that, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you got the other way out. Uh, <laughs> you've been smuggled over there. Wrong list. <laughs> uh, wasn't hanging out with Clinton and Hawking in the like. No. Just been no. looking after a little baby. How's that been? Yes, just newborn little baby girl. Yeah, it's been great. Um, Getting much sleep? No, not much sleep. Nice and honest at least. Yeah. I never usually get much sleep anyway. Um, no, it's been great. It's, um, been a nice few months off just watching her grow. Um, good to hopefully get stuck back into the potty a little bit more regularly now. We've missed you. Um, There's been some times when yep. I, I've been trying to talk and frantically <laughs> Google search at the same time and can confirm men can't multitask. So it's good nope. to see you back. We do like to start the show by shouting a beer. Yeah. Kick this one, we're, we're going to need two alcohol-free beers, I think, Uh so this this um well my, yeah, mine's gonna be possibly. A, mine's gonna be a zero. Yeah. So oh, yeah. who are I'm you shouting? Yeah, yeah. So I'm shouting Luke Littler um a beer. Um or albeit probably uh you zero. Get, you know one of these, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> new year, new um man. that being said, the sport that he plays, I'm sure he would have seen his fair share of pubs anyway, being <laughs> um so yeah, he, he, he probably grew up in them. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. Um, so, yeah, so Luke Lilla, he is a 16-year-old darts player who made it all the way through the World Dart Championship. Um, bowed out in the finals. Um, but, yeah, 16-year-old just absolutely smashing um, world champs left, right and centre. Was up in the um, best of 13 sets um, in the finals against Luke Humphreys, who's the current world champion. champion. Um, but, yeah. So how, uh, how good can he be if he's only 16 now? Is you know Surely you don't hit your darts prime until you're 30. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Muscle memory, you guys tell me. <laughs> yeah. 
also think darts is one of those games where you might be better after a couple of scoops. Yeah, I was so, thinking yeah. the same thing. <laughs> what happens when he gets on the gold nail? Like, is that it, is yeah. true. That is true. It's actually um, it ruins most people's sporting careers. And darts, it might darts, actually yeah, just favourable. Yeah, it's going to be the Bradman of darts. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, no, but yeah, it's just kind of got the, the limelight on me at the moment. Throughout the comp, he had celebrities like the such such as uh, David Beckham mm. tweeting him mm-hmm. or DMing him, congratulating him and spurring him on. I think he pocketed around about £200,000 as part of the competition. Would have made 500 if he had won it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Probably. Huge, huge props to him. I think he's got an invitational to the Premier League in um, – Darts up against all the other world champions. That's so. kicking ass. Yeah. Well, let's hope he's under a certain age where he doesn't have to file a tax return on that. So. <laughs> yeah, do you pay taxes 16-year-old? Yeah. I assume uh, but, you do. But uh, having uh, seen some so. pictures of him, they might need to check the birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a big lad and he's uh, got a bit of fuzz. So. <laughs> like that uh, Dominican baseball player yes. on that bench warmers movie <laughs> smoking a dart and he's got a full That's goatee. It. That's it. Um, his training regime does include a kebab every day of the week. So that's aged um, that's, <laughs> that's, horrendously. that's probably contributed a little bit to his physique. But, um, I mean, it's perfect darts player yeah, darts physique, physique. So yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Very good. Luke Littler, enjoy your alcohol-free beverage courtesy of the Esky. <laughs> Shauno, mm-hmm. happy 2024. How yes. are you? Very good, thank you. Who are you shouting a beer? I'm going with uh, Jerry the Kid or Jersey <laughs> Jerry as he's known. Uh, Bustle Sports, if mm-hmm. you're familiar with that. Uh, he spent in the last couple of days, he spends most of it uh, live streaming um, him trying to get a hole in one. And I even. In, in, in a golf sim. In a golf sim, of course, at the headquarters there for Bustle Sports. Um, so he hit over 2,600. Uh, strokes uh, on this particular hole. And then he started playing golf. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Pre-game. There were, there were a few jokes about that because he did. He made it through the first day and didn't get the hole in one. And then, you know, he, of course, he did the live stream with uh, him sleeping through the night. And the jokes, of course, in the chat was uh, there might be a few extra strokes being added to that counter. <laughs> so, so you it's been low, done. It's low, been low, done. Low, low hanging through. But on the second day, a couple of hours in, um, he yep. managed to finally do it. And get his hole in one. So, uh, That's it. Yeah, and then um, uh, across across all the kind of golfers and the celebrities who are tuning into that for the, for the event. Yeah, um, I think same PGA. Phrase. PGA. Yeah, yep. tweeted uh, him. Tweeted him. Um, I think w- the course actually wanted to make it official that it was they'll recognise it as a legitimate hole in one oh, really? at their course because he was playing yeah. you know their course on the sim. So yeah, pretty impressive for them. Dude, that of course can delete a beer, so he probably doesn't need any. But uh, you know, for <laughs> for. Uh, Semi-sporting event, that was my shout of beer for the last week. Yep. It actually is, seems pretty quick, like 2,600. Yeah. yeah, I reckon yeah. you could add a few more zeros to that, yeah. how many how many trials It's interesting because like it, it's – he was playing oh, – he might have played a couple of different holes, but I think there was one hole that was playing like uh, consistently. It was, it was a part, I think yeah. it was a part yeah. three. I was trying to confirm an actual hole for you. Yeah, um, I do that. I think I was watching some of the highlights. There was one shot he had at like – Two, I think it's two thousand four hundred, where it was like mm. an inch away from uh, the really? uh, Yeah, so, he, he yeah, had a couple just, that finished really close, and then yeah, they, yeah. then it kind of went through the first day, and they're like, oh, not sure how long this is going <laughs> to take. They eventually got it. Thirty-seven hours total. That's not that's not bad. I don't think if you gave me thirty-seven hours, I'm putting it in. There yeah, I don't know. Jerry the kid, enjoy your beer. Can't quickly get the course for you. That's right. You can come back to it in a second. I am going to shout another zero. I assume this guy doesn't get on the the full strengths. But uh, Amir Jamal, he was a revelation for the the Pakistanis 
Down Under on this tour, uh, after Perth we thought, oh gosh, we might have a few short tests and the, the tourists put mm. up a real fight. I'll tell you what, if they could feel, they'd probably win a test, maybe two. Uh, but Amir <laughs> Jamal, he took 18 wickets in his first three test matches, mm-hmm. uh, averaging yep. 19 with the ball. He showed that he can bat as well. Uh, including that very frustrating uh, near-100-run partnership for the 10th uh, in the first innings in Sydney. Um, and he was a big part of, of keeping uh, Pakistan well and truly alive during this test series, which we will discuss in just a moment. So mm. enjoy uh, your your Heineken Zero, courtesy of the Eski Amir Jamal on a stellar start to your career. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pebble Beach, hole number seven. Uh, Pebble, Pebble Beach. Beach. Very nice. We would have paid a fair bit of money if he's playing that for real. (laughs) 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 Two full days. Mm. We'll get the hole for himself. There you go. The seventh at Pebble Beach. Uh, Mop mop of the week. We're the the first one for 2024. You can check out the last vid if you want to see our our mop of 2023 Mm -hmm. at Victorian Government. Uh, (laughs) But this one is stateside. Uh, Sean, do you want to run us through the story of David Tepper? Yeah, David Tepper, uh, the Panthers owner, Carolina Panthers that is. Uh, well known as a billionaire, uh, with yet another multi-billionaire. Multi-billionaire, <laughs> yes, we looked that up. Uh, Panthers have had a terrible year. Yeah, um, one two con- games continued against uh, the Jaguars last week, uh, where they essentially got hammered. I think it was twenty-six nothing or yeah. twenty-six with a couple. Like it was uh, Jags blew them out essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the Jags fans were giving the owner plenty in the owner's box uh, mm. to the point where he lost his cool uh, and threw his drink over a particular fan that was there in the crowd. Um, so the NFL said that was a no-no and fined him 300K uh, for doing so. Uh, Which seems a little excessive, seems I, I, I thought. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. if I ever threw a drink at someone and cop 300 grand, I thought, oh, yeah, geez, that's pretty steep. Yep. But then when you were doing the maths, it's uh, less than 0.01% of, of his, his net worth. worth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with his estimate, I think, at a 2.6 billion. So, you know, that's like it's a five. Grand. Yeah, yeah, that's about yeah. a fiver five for us. Bucks. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's, Maybe it's, a 10 <laughs> if you're, you know, up on the uh, fancy side sort of, of, uh, yeah. of Hagenon. Yeah, so, yeah, five to throw a beer on a fan, I think most people would do that. So. <laughs> Yeah, bit of a slap of the wrist there, but does anyone know what was actually said? No, I don't think there's any confirmation of what has been said. Um, some remarks I think have been coming out about now he's now the worst owner in NFL, uh, mm-hmm. taking over from Dan Snyder, who's now mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the recent kind of rumours that he essentially wants to make himself the GM, and uh, any head, any new head coach because they've got to look for one that goes there might um, you know be a puppet essentially. And mm. not have much say on the actual football operations and the football team he gets to coach. So just seems give some like money. a <laughs> yeah, seems like a shit show. So anything else from the story there, Max? Uh, no, not really. Um, they just mentioned that's kind of res- reminiscent of the 2009 uh, incident with the Tennessee Titans owner Bud Adams, who was fined two fifty grand um, for flipping off a Buffalo's fan. Um, so. You, yeah. well, what are you going? Two fifty for for flipping off or three? Yeah. I'd rather pay the, the extra fifty grand and actually get to throw the drink on someone for true. mine. He was flipping them off, celebrating a win. So would you rather the win or the loss? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is true. Yeah, plus plus inflation. I think it works out to be about oh, the same yeah. fine. Oh, probably. So. probably worse. <laughs> yeah, probably worse. But <laughs> flip off. Yeah. yeah. So. That's it. Two hundred fifty grand nine years ago is probably like three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking inflation that I've seen. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. enjoy the first mop of the year, David Tepper. All right, Marks, it's good to have you back. I don't have to use my fingers. Press the button. Well, to press on. buttons. That is. Make sure yeah. you press it. 
Australia, Pakistan, pink test. Good turnout in Sydney. Um, we're getting stuck into the Western Australians. Now, caveat, I suppose, it is in the new year. A lot of people not yeah. back at work. Yeah. Uh, bigger population, smaller ground, all of that. Probably needs to be factored in. But anyway. <laughs> yep. uh, David Warner's last test. Mm-hmm. All the commotion beforehand was about a lost baggy green. Now, yep. was it lost or did he do the old, Mum, I've lost <laughs> it, I can't fucking find it anywhere. <laughs> it's right where you left it. <laughs> it's right underneath your other baggy green yes. there, David. Yes. Now, I like that he's putting the mickey on uh, either Qantas or some sort of baggy yeah. chandler and then Chappelle Corby <laughs> from the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the comment out of 2024 in the first week. Yeah. How good. Check that out if you haven't so seen funny. that. So mm-hmm. But... Uh, all, all is well. Cap has been returned. Very sentimental. Yeah, they, f- they found the backpack uh, with in the team hotel with all the other team baggage. So much to do about nothing in the end. Yeah, much to do about nothing. A few good Mitchell Johnson memes came out of it as well. <laughs> um, but yeah. I like that Mitchell Johnson, the baggage handler. Ooh, yes. uh, <laughs> very easy to do these days. A little bit of Photoshop, just, just a little bit. So mm. I, yeah, I think you said it, Pepsi. It ended up being about nothing, and um, you had. It seems more likely that David may have misplaced it and um, not checked his bags well enough or not checked around all the other bags and then it's found with all the other shit that probably came with the team travelling. So. And I'm not going to throw out that outrageous allegation <laughs> because – and my wife could attest to this. <laughs> if, if I've looked for something for two minutes, I'm posting a video to my 8.6 million followers to say, Oi, someone fucking stole it, give it back. <laughs> Before I have a good look and check everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he's got it back. <laughs> That's good. Uh, no changes to the Aussie team. Pakistan, uh, a, a few interesting little moves here. So mm-hmm. Shane Shafridi bowled 54 overs in Melbourne. His pace has been down Very this down. series. Still it's coming well, back. Well so. documented. Uh, and essentially, you know, dead rubber. They said have a rest, mate. You know, get yourself right for T20 cricket upcoming. We'll talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that uh, in, in regards to South Africa shortly. So they finally bring in a specialist spinner, Sajid Khan. He played okay. And uh, at the top of the order, they drop Imam al-Haq. I actually thought Abdullah Shafiq mm. uh, mm. might have been on the chopping block mm-hmm. and he didn't do very well in this test either to bring in 21-year-old yeah, Saeem Ayub. Yes. A few quackers to start off. Two for four. I think I texted you boys. So oh, looking forward to two, two-day test. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I was obviously talking about South Africa, India. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not this run. Uh, and we really had him uh, up shit creek when mm-hmm. Rizwan and uh, Salman had a really nice partnership. They went in at, at five for 96. And uh, Rizwan, again, why wasn't he picked in the first test? Uh, I don't know. He's so much better than Safraz. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very, very good. So, yeah. 88, mm-hmm. pretty unlucky not to go on with that. And then the most annoying partnership I think I've witnessed in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Wednesday. It was my first day back at uh, work. All yeah. I wanted to do was race home and try and get the last <laughs> session in and I watched a tail opener and a number nine who's played three tests score 86 Six, for the 10th yeah. wicket. Uh, I thought this might have been pretty good for for, for uh, Pakistani test history. No, Mushak Ahmed and Azar Mahmood, uh, it was my father used to say, how's your Mahmood? Uh, <laughs> regarding me as a seven-year-old, probably, you know, up and down, I would have felt. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they had 151 <laughs> for the 10th, uh, what's that, 26 years ago. So, anyways, 86 uh, looked like this mm. might have been the, the difference in the, in the test match. For, it was for a, bit a bit of coming, as you said, yeah. in your shout of beer for Jamal coming in. And, uh, you know, this is his coming out test, essentially, mm. playing very well against Australia and Sydney. Um, mm. But like you said, it was uh, a very, very annoying considering where they, where they had them. 
Um, I just felt like the Australians thought they were going to get through them quickly and then kind of lost their way a little bit and then, um, you know, the ball kind of uh, lost all its hardness and they lost a bit of pace and then, and then the Pakistanis just got comfortable and confident and mm. um, put on the runs. Probably looked like the best period for batting uh, was end of day one. On yeah, I agree. So, yeah. you know, not to take away from the tailenders – uh, mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe the the, yeah. the kind of perfect, yeah, because there was a fair bit in the pitch in the following days. And well, the first ten overs, like it was very well bounced, it was yeah. going sideways. So unlucky. Who'd want to be an opener? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat Cummins, as Affa mentioned, five mm-hmm. for sixty-one, three consecutive mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer's. Uh, he's averaged like eleven with the ball this series. Elite numbers. Don't know, yeah. a bit of mayo from Mike. Mike. I think Michael Vaughan said he might be our best cricketer since Bradman. Uh, I think there's a bloke with 708 test wickets who might <laughs> object to that. Yeah. Maybe a guy called Punter. I don't know. Even a guy called McGrath. Maybe. But he's definitely on a trajectory. Like if he finishes yeah. with 550 wickets at low 20s, yep. like conversation. Ma- yeah, imagine if he'd been healthy. Yeah, well, well that's, 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 well, that's yeah. 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 He might have worn wickets with, uh, you know, if he'd if he'd played those years between eighteen and twenty two. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe we would be, you know, really starting to talk about uh, not just a generational player, uh, yeah. one of the best that's fast bowlers of all time. Extra wickets, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, still a very very good uh, cricket player. That is for sure. Pretty handsome as well. Very good looking. <laughs> yeah, some people get it all, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Into our innings, uh, biggest. Probably over of the tests in in some regards. Uh, mm-hmm. Warner having to go out and face Sajid Khan for an over at the yep. end of day one. I was and I was nervous for him. Yeah, yeah. and it ended up being a bee's <laughs> well, dick. Very <laughs> with, very. The, with the ball bouncing over over, the, over his stumps. That's right. Just yeah. missing. So yeah, really close to an anticlimactic first innings for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did live to see day two. Uh, sort of laboured for his thirty four. Uh, Big sort mm. of ovation as he went off. There was the off mm. chance that that was his last last knock. Uh, and then the, the lighter meter. Um, the lack of. Yeah, they didn't have one yeah. or it wasn't working or yeah. I don't know. I, went with gut feel. Seemed like they had plenty of light to me. After uh, Boxing Day, the third umpire gets stuck in the lift yeah. and now, you know, we need some sort of special instrument to say, oh, is that big fucking hot thing up in the sky <laughs> high <laughs> enough? It seems... <laughs> Very unusual for 2024. Yeah. There were, of course, caveat. Yep. There were showers coming in. It was getting yeah, there was darker, a bit of rain. Yeah, but they probably could have got another hour of play before that rain actually hit and then set mm. in. So, and then they lost the rest of the day. Um, but yeah, for the fans that showed up, it was a bit disappointing. And you know, commentary, of course, was a bit scathing. It's like, how can we, uh, you know, yep. not be playing? This looks fine to me. There doesn't seem to be long, long shadows cast. Um, you know, some thoughts about just flick them a pink ball and go out there and keep playing, mm-hmm. like if, if it's that bad. But uh, yeah, got to yeah. I f- I feel got to get on top of things like this. We we are going to have a bit of a chat uh, about T yeah. Twenty in just a second. State but of Test cricket, maybe as well. Yeah, got a bit of conversation. That's right. yeah. about thirty thousand people in there on day two, and mm-hmm. they really didn't get to see much cricket at all. Yeah, mm. we weren't super happy. You already have to fight against rain if you have to having to fight against light. In, yeah, you know the essentially the, the peak of our summer. That's it. Also, Sydney. Yeah, peak yep. of the wet season in Sydney. <laughs> every, it seems like every summer getting full days play is a shit show at, yeah. at the SCG. Love it's the so time. hard. Love you know the test. Love the time of yep. the year. Love Jane Jane McGrath and the pink yeah. test and everything that goes mm. around day three. But uh, it's it makes for for some ordinary viewing when there's not enough light. Yes. 
It's all right. Next year will be the wind. <laughs> it's a bit too hot out there. <laughs> Marnus, he, he uh, played all right for his 60. Uh, see that ball that bowled him? There's yeah. Oh, there was some pe- real peaches in, in all the test matches, mm. I think. Um, the head one at Boxing Day. Yep, yep. And then Mitchell yep. Stark had one later in this one as well, which mm. is also very tasty. But back to Manus, I think he's kind of getting back into a bit of form. He looked a bit better against mm. Pakistan, which mm. is what we want to see. Um, who I thought maybe could have done better was probably Steve Smith throughout this test. Mm. Um, but also, mm. you know, he's getting some runs, but by his lofty standards, you know, he's kind of can't, hasn't met that. I think he's averaging, um, what is it, a, a century every five innings. Yeah, which um, he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't done, that, done for a while. that for a while. So, yeah, he's kind of due. Um, yeah, whether that, that you know, curse of what Virat had has now kind of moved its way to Steve Smith, I hope not. Yeah, bring um, yeah when, when was his last ton? Uh, so if you just like, – we've, we've, got, we've got the Manhattan up here and it's just skyscrapers <laughs> deluxe. <laughs> and uh, that one there, Mid- it was the Ashes, wasn't it? You should be able to just click on it. Yeah. Uh, so 28th of June, June, Lords. So for us as cricket fans to have waited mm. seven months, albeit not yeah. heaps of test cricket. How, much, how many, how many innings? innings is that? Two, three, four, ten four, there five, maybe? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, yeah. twelve. Twelve innings since Smudge's last yeah. ton. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't, so, doesn't feel right, does yeah, it? Yeah, double his average, which is, yeah, the, the concerning thing. But, you know, you're not going to drop him. No, I think he's a long way away from being <laughs> dropped. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps we'll talk about anyone banging down the door in a minute, and there's definitely not. So, I and, think and does fine. he? Yeah. Well, does he continue yeah. to say it for? That's, uh, That's a conversation a for a second too. Mm. Uh, Mitch Mars also still been very good uh, in that innings as well. He got 54 as well, uh, fourth 50 in the series actually. He's yeah, if it wasn't for Cummins, he's been the, the best player in the series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's bowled mm. pretty well as well. Yeah, he's the Bison. Take, yeah, taking some very key wickets. Um, the Hoobs, so. Very good to see. Um, into day three, um, what did we end up making? Two ninety nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we had a bit of a collapse ourselves. Five for ten, we yeah. lost. Yeah, uh, late there on on day three, Amir Jamal uh, he just got yeah. shouted a bit. His second six for in, in his third test is pretty pretty amazing. Pretty crazy. Uh, it's like they found a talent. And then yeah. that Pakistan's second innings, yeah, it started two for one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no luck at the top of the order Gold whatsoever. Court. Having said that, Shan Masood, that's a, a crap shot for his mm-hmm. skipper to play. Just mm-hmm. no feet, hung his butt, butt yeah. out there and, and he got a golden quacker. Yeah, just mm. f- put it out there for a little bit of a tickler and you know, sh- him up. Shouldn't, shouldn't be throwing the bat that far out. And we've got to talk a bit about Baba Azam. Uh, mm-hmm. Coming into this, one of the world's best batsmen across all formats, uh, he doesn't really like batting in Australian conditions. He does have the one ton here, but mm. he, yeah, I think he's, yeah, I've got it here. His average is 25 in Australia from 16 innings. I, I, mm. I feel like for Baba, you know, it's a, it's, it's part of that thing being a, he's a target. Like he, he's the one that everyone wants to get. And the Australian, you can tell when he came out. Like every every time he wanted the bat, um, the ball they wanted to get. He's the, he's the massive. He's, wicket. He's, he's the massive wicket. So yeah. they obviously had a very good game plan for things that um, you know he struggled with, and mm. uh, you know trapping him essentially, mm. working him into traps to get him get his wicket. Because yeah, I think the Australian bowls loved getting him, and they, they love that challenge. And mm. um, like we said, that kind of opens up uh, the, their middle order uh, to then into the tail, um, which the Australians. Yeah, you know, that opens the floodgates, and they can run through them and get a bulk of wickets. And it was the big horse, the big country horse, Josh Hazelwood, mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. wickets in mm-hmm. and over, mm-hmm. uh, finished with four for sixteen, and uh, yeah, he started to get the feel. Just this one 
might be over before lunch on on day four. Yep. Um, 115 Pakistan finished up with. We needed 130, I think it was, yeah, for the win. Yep. Usman Dark. Dark. <laughs> so Manus essentially opening. Uh, opening. Interesting, yeah, interesting conversation <laughs> there. Handy 62 not. Um, Manus probably a touch better than Smudger across the series, but also mm-hmm. underwhelming per his lofty standards. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, he had mm. 207 at an average of 41. Yeah, I'd hate to check his uh, recent tons as well. Like bring a, it up. Been a, a, been a while. Been a while, yeah. We'll start the conversation. Uh, but, but I think oh, – sorry, I'm minus. I think the conversation for that is he's essentially been opening um, because well, – in this case it was Usman, but it's been Warner that's been struggling a little bit with recent form, especially when they've been travelling overseas, um, for him to be out there very, very early and have to face off the hard ball. Do you think uh, Manus is a shout to open the batting? I feel like he makes more sense as a three. I, and I think if we're going to put someone else potentially there, mm. then, you know, having Manus kind of still covering you as a three, that's kind of his his spot. That I, mm. I think that's they'll probably stay with that. Because um, what, what do you do if you move him up one, then you're shifting everyone up and well, you, mm. Smith goes a three and then say you go green a four. Um, or do you go head? Yeah, head up and then, the order. Yeah, or and then Marsh and Green, you kind of figure out which one you want to go with first. Or do you do the mm. the thing that really became – got a bit of um, momentum sort of halfway through the test is, mm. is Smudge opening the batting. Mm. He actually said mm. if if that's what they want, I'm keen to do it. Yeah. Yep. Cummins hasn't uh, given any indication that Yeah, that I think that all, all the cards are very close cards to chess. so <laughs> close. Like, this could be just a bigger old – PR stunt. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to oh, watch yeah. the West Indies game. They're going to announce no. it just an hour before play so everyone's <laughs> in the stadium ready to find out who it's going to be. But, you know, Cam Green's the, the main one that's been in the squad. Mm. Um, it's mm. interesting they let Boland leave to go back to play Big Bash. Mm-hmm. So maybe he doesn't figure in some of their rotation mm-hmm. uh, for West Indies but then, like, they probably call him back up if they really want to in 10 days' time. Yeah, like, it's not going to so, be an issue, I don't think. Yeah. Mm. But I think mm. my point is they had Cam Green around the most for the series against Pakistan. So by all accounts, yeah. it seems like he's going to get his way back in the squad. It's then how they shuffle mm. around. That's kind of my feeling at the moment. But yeah. we can talk about that a bit more in a second. Talk, talk about it now. Okay. Yeah. Well, we just cover just, off on yeah, Manus. Uh, looks like he's actually had a ton more recent than – It was Ashes, wasn't it? It was, it was Ashes, Ashes, yeah. 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 But then before then had, had struggled for a while. But yeah. you know, tw- like 2021, 2022, awesome. It's just yeah. been 23 and, then, and 24. And again, his last four innings, well, we just talked about the 350s. So. He's due. Yeah. He's due. He's definitely He's due. due. He's yeah. definitely due. Um, so, yeah, Smudge or Manus mm. or, you know, Head or Marsh. Any of those guys could could do the opening. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of like I think, they think they're looking at the current eleven. Mm. Which mm. will come ten, 10 yeah. plus they've the got one guy they've had in the squad for the, probably the, the most in the last two years, being Cam Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, do they slide him back in and then figure it out, or the other option is Cam Green still sits there as the, essentially the backup, and then they try someone new. So uh, the recent news of the back mm. end of this test, the Pakistan, the test against Pakistan, the New Year's test, um, the last couple of days, and then over the weekend was. Um, Shane Watson saying, hey, maybe Smith needs to do it. And Smith, you know, saying I'm more than happy to do it. Mm. Uh, looks like McGrath chimed in and said the same yep. thing. So that's kind of been thrown because when we talked about it uh, before New Year's, 
you know, we hadn't really thought of Smudge as an option to move up. It was, more, it was, head. No. It was for us, it was definitely head or yeah, Marsh, no, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, you know, it hadn't come in that conversation. And then green kind of flip was another option. It was like, do you open, you know, mm. throw mm. green in there? Um, has opened a little bit in Shield, uh, yeah. is my understanding. You know, mm. not a regular opener yeah, by any case, but he's, he's done it. I'm not a fan times. of it either as the bloke being so much younger than everyone else, 24-year-old anointed as, you know, <laughs> possible future test captain. I feel mm. like it's an added pressure for him to then go out and open. Mm. Uh, for mine, if they'd go the reshuffle, I'd rather see someone go up and green bat at five, five or six. Four, four. Yeah, or four. he could bat at four. four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it comes back to that argument. Do you do you pick the specialist opener mm-hmm. out of Bancroft, French or Harris who have all had a go and haven't yeah. made many runs or mm-hmm. do we go with possibly the, the most talented six sticks mm-hmm. with no yep. qualified uh, opener? Yeah, now, it's, it's happened in test cricket before where mm-hmm. we've had guys come in and often they bat at six and then they yep. move their way mm-hmm. up. I think JL did it. Uh, Punter yeah. went from six to three. Smudge. 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 Started as a <laughs> speed ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's certainly – it's been done before. Um, I suppose it's such a weird sort of predicament because we've got all these established bats. Yep. It's no yep. None of them are really vying uh, for for positions. Yeah, well, I think you've got it there. You know, Renshaw and Harris um, – in their 14 test matches, they averaged, you know, 29 for Renshaw and 25 for Harris. Mm. I think what we looked before was 24 for Bancroft and he was a tick higher. I think he was like 30. Mm. Um, not much not much higher than that. So the, What's for his average in test cricket? I think so. 26. 26. Okay. So, yeah. so, yeah. all, so all, all of them between 20s, 25 and yeah. 29. All had, say, an opportunity, really didn't cement themselves uh, yep. in, the, in those spots. Um, uh, and then, you know, I guess we were talking about um, Bancroft um, pre-show, you know, he's 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 got the most runs. Like he's been the best in the last two years in Shield, in Shield like mm. uh, caveat. So um, Shield. So he's if you're going to pick if the Shield's your feeder league, if you're going to pick it, Bancroft's your man. Um, I think uh, Ricky Ponting's. Uh, that's, you know, that's Punner's pick. I'm yeah. happy to go with whatever yeah. he says. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like comment, commentators it's like watching fucking I don't know. Gan- who can predict the future? I was going to say Gandalf, but I don't know yeah. if that's the right comparison. <laughs> yeah, well, R- Ricky's, Ricky's pretty close. So, um, uh, yeah, so you shall not pass. Yeah, I think it's more magic. I think you need to go more like Doctor Who, who's a, more like a time a time lord, essentially. Time lord, time lord <laughs> like Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've, got no clue. I've got no clue what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Bancroft, I think, I think of the three currently, he's probably – Got the most form, um, mm. but then there's the side story of maybe the politics mm. in it as well. Politics in cricket, uh, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't. And, and we're talking <laughs> and politics. Would we're going back to when Don't talk Bancroft, about South Africa. Then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bancroft came off his suspension. He did the interview, kind of trying to say his side of the story, um, and mm. didn't throw the bowlers under the bus, but kind of you know alluded to the fact they sh- they probably knew what was going on, and, he, and um, by all accounts, you know the Australian. Bowlers were like, "Hey, we knew nothing. This that's bullshit. Why are you bring? Why are you bringing up an old story? Because it was two years by that point. And it's like, why are you making this news again? Uh, because guys, you all fucking news. That's what. Oh shit, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were Bancroft talking about like, it last I've, week. <laughs> <laughs> and Bancroft, like, I've lost my spot. I've lost you know a couple of prime years for playing for Australia. Yeah, like, yeah. so of course he's mm. frustrated. But yeah, whether that you know a bit of Blair Bud there, considering your captain's one of those fast bowlers, um, does that mean he's just? Completely blacklisted. I, I would hope that it doesn't come down to that and we, we're picking more on the the 
best the man for form, the job and the, the future, form, the exactly person, yeah. the form of the, the candidate, the future of Australian cricket. True. And for but mine, it, it is got, a team sport, and yeah. he's played for your team. I feel like he's done everything that he needs to over the last two years, hands yeah. down, like head and shoulders better than anyone else in the yeah. Shield over the Agreed. last few years. Yeah. Granted, Renshaw was on tour with the team for a little bit, so yes. he hasn't had the same opportunity. Yeah, well, I think Harris toured England, so yeah, well, yeah. that that is true. So I, I think that those two, you know, they've. Been in there and they've had a couple opportunities. No, like filling in for some injuries, but nothing to write home about and nothing to you know cement themselves. Like, hey, they really need to be picked. Mm. So I've, I'm I'm in the camp of I think I'm Green's back in and they're going on some form of reshuffle. My pick would probably be Head first, um, but you know mm. the Smith intrigues me a bit. Mm. Um, you know having yep. Green maybe intrigues me. Mm. We got West Indies. I feel like we're gonna tinker. I th- but that's one thing. I think it's green in, reshuffle, tinker a little bit. I like it. Um, I think that's maybe where they go, but I'll go the traditional. You pick an opener, mm-hmm. you pick the guy yep. with the runs on the board, and I love the redemption story of it all. <laughs> so gun to my head, I'll go Cameron Bancroft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to go to any left field? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is a bit of a predicament. Like you boys said, Cam Green has to be in the team. He's the anointed one he needs mm-hmm. to get as much experience as he can before he takes over the helm in the next five years or ten years, whatever it might be. Um, so he, he has to be in the team. I, again, West Indies is probably a good chance to just mm. throw something out there. We know we've got yeah. a pretty good shot at winning Yeah, considering the West the Indies team anyway. they're bringing out, like, yeah, it's going to be pretty young. So. Yeah. But <laughs> to chuck another name in, yeah, Renshaw's numbers sort of prove it. Mm. Um, probably just needs to get a few more tests under his – and, like, that's it. These guys just need to – get into the test team, show what they're worth mm. um, and then you can make a fair assessment of it. And For, I don't yeah. know, like it's not it's not the end of the world. Like you've still got Kawaja's probably got a few more years two, left in him. Smith's yeah. probably got a few more years left in him as well. So if you go those two as your top two, then that's probably a short-term solution. You're probably not looking long-term. Mm. If you do that, you might, you might need to bring someone else in to mm. start building that team for the next 10 years. Yeah. I, Not sure. I feel like maybe the reshuffle buys time. But it I, buys time. Yeah. yeah. I, two, two interesting points though. But do you need to buy time with who we've got at the moment? Well, that's Between what I'm saying. Between Bancroft, Renshaw, yeah. like how else are they going Another, to get experience? Exactly. Well, it's, yeah. you know, if you're not happy with them, well, my point is that you yeah. buy time for someone else. You know, yeah. is it Will? Is it Will Prochowski? Does he come back? Yeah, it seems a long way off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but that is, that is very yeah, low field. True, true. But like, my point is, you know, you're buying time for someone else to potentially put their hand up. Mm. Um, I actually, going back to Smith, so my point on Smith is maybe because there's chat about he maybe he's going to retire because he's kind of done everything and does he need to continue? Is this a new he hasn't challenge? Opened for him? Before. He hasn't opened before. Yeah, exactly. Is this a new <laughs> challenge for him? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, how for my that's how his brain I think would yeah, work exactly. Yeah. Like you know, I haven't hit a ton, and as we said, and like uh, my form's yeah. been okay, but not not my lofty standards. Yeah, is yeah. going to an open over the challenge I need to kick me in the bum. Like yeah, you can see after it. Yeah, exactly. You can see him uh, potentially doing that. Yeah, it's uh, when Brady had rumors of going to the Bucks, and I thought <laughs> he wouldn't think like that. He's achieved everything. Like why yeah. does it like no these. Uber athletes do kind of think like that. They're yeah. after the I have to prove that I can do without the Patriots. I can do without Bill. They're the after that challenge. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if, it, if it is smudger. Question for you. How much does Big Bash League kind of play into run scoring? Because from memory, the two that kind of – What, for test matches? Yeah. For me, just, I would say let, let me go. Let me, let me go for this. For the, the two that remind me is both Usman and Matthew Wade – 
Basically, every time they picked up a stick in those summers that led yeah. to them, yeah. they scored runs. Yeah, like they, Big Bash, yeah. Shield, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. they had to be picked because they scored runs everywhere. Mm. Yeah, they were they were smashing. You know, they were getting tons in yeah. Big, big oh, Bash. Yeah, I remember like, Usman killing yeah. it, Wade yeah. killing it. Yeah, and they're kind of like, why is these guys not getting picked in the test game? And then they both got picked, and they kind of cemented their spots for the foreseeable years. My I point think, is, yeah. you know, Renshaw five for seven in this. Um, <laughs> you know, it's the but he, yeah, he's, I don't know. Again, his game doesn't really suit T Twenty cricket. Like he's yeah. never been an elite T Twenty player. Yeah, I suppose your argument is that, well, if, when you're seeing them like beach balls, doesn't matter. What exactly, form exactly. If you're confident, you've got the form. It doesn't matter. You're throwing the bat. You're scoring mm. runs. So, well, I suppose is that what you need out of an opener? Just someone who can just quick fire. Yeah, well, a fifty or well, if we're going lock for well, lock with Warner, that's uh, what he made his. Career. Have on, we finished yeah. with David Warner? Maybe we we'll use that as a segue. We we'll go back into T20. As a, as, a, as, a, <laughs> as he's retired as, what do you think, the arguably the best player across all three formats for Australia? Yeah, there's a good shout. It's obviously T20 cricket's only 20 years old. old. Yes. So If that. So. Yeah. At an international yeah. level, I think we're right on about 20 years. What's the IPL in? 17. So, mm-hmm. T20, yeah, well, let's go about 20. Yeah, I don't – I. Who else would you have? Like Stark and Cummins, maybe not uh, as accomplished in terms of length of, of mm-hmm. career, mm-hmm. but Davey's mm-hmm. done it for the longest and been very good at all three formats. Um, Shane Watson, probably not quite the same test cricketer as what David Warner was, but Agreed. very good in the two white ball. I, th- I think it's a fair statement that, that he's our best three-format cricketer of yep. all time. Yep. Mm. And, of course, carried that. So some of those guys that we probably think is like, oh, oh there's probably a whole bunch of – Guys, they probably didn't get to play yeah. as much T20 because you know, T20 kind of kicking off the back end of their careers. And you're thinking about like Warney and then going to Batman's, Gilchrist, Simmons, Ponting. Yeah. Like, you, you know, <laughs> those guys had an opportunity to play T20. We're assuming they would have scored fuckloads of runs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it had been around 40 years, I think it might be a different conversation. Oh, but uh, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a good thing. I think a, maybe a more interesting conversation mm-hmm. is where does Warner rank amongst test openers for Aussies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we'll crunching the numbers because I've seen a lot of people like saying, "Oh, he's like international had, He's like had an average number. He's like he's had an average career, and his runs are all inflated by big big centuries, mm-hmm. which is a little. <laughs> there's there's probably some truth to that. Yeah, yeah. But you look at 112 tests, nearly 8,800 runs, fifth most by an Aussie. Tick under 45, 26 tons. The only stain that you can put it on him is the the lack of form in England and in India. That's the international record. That's yeah. the only cloud hanging over him. For mine, and we're going to go through the numbers, I think he's the second best opener mm-hmm. after Matthew Hayden in mm-hmm. Australian Test cricket history. Yep. And I think I think yep. the numbers are there to justify that argument. Mm-hmm. Do you want to run through some quick little averages there? Yeah, so Hayden, like 100-odd less runs at averaged over 50, 50 and had yeah. 30 tonnes. I don't think there's an argument for – for who is better than, than big Matty Hayden. 100% agree. Then it really becomes quite open. So Langer, Taylor, Boone, all quite similar in sort of 7,500 runs. Uh, Langer, the lowest average there at 41.8. Boone, the highest at 43.6. So Warner, his average is higher than all of those guys and he had more runs. Those blokes perform mm-hmm. better overseas than, than David Warner did. Yeah. Okay. Then there's a fair drop down to Michael Slater in terms of runs scored, nearly 2,000 less, but still averaged nearly 43. And I think a a good throwback, a a nice, you know, I imagine if he'd played a bit later, is is Bill Laurie, who averaged 47 uh, and and scored 5,200 runs in a a period where they didn't play as much test cricket. 
Yeah. So it's like the old sort of – I'm not calling Bill Laurie Bradman, but, you know, had Bradman yep. played today, he, there's a good chance he scores yep. 18,000, 20,000 <laughs> test <laughs> runs. Yes. Okay. So not to forget Bill Laurie, but then all the other guys are modern guys. Having looked at the numbers, my feeling is it's Hayden 1 and 1 or 2. If I'm picking an all-time Australia 11, my openers mm. are Matthew Hayden and David Warner. And I know a lot of people don't. I know a lot of people don't agree with that. And oh, you, you can't bat in England, and you average thirty-one overseas, and all the rest of it. But mate, he at the peak of his powers, yep. fucking pretty handy yep. stick, and and commend what he's what he's done for Australia. Hundred percent agree, definitely. Any other right. anyone that you'd have over him? Uh, in that list, you know, uh, it's be. A, I guess a bit of a Mark Taylor tragic growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, Taylor, he has the extra thing, you know, being the captain. Like, yeah, Was a captain, yeah. could, mm. could score triple centuries Centuries's, in the sub, yeah. subcontinent. Yep. You know, they had that aspect to his game. Mm-hmm. But scored less runs, less hundreds, Truth. lower yep. average. Ex- exactly. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. and it's it's essentially the same for, for all those guys. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, I have a bit of a bias there, but mm. you know, I agree the numbers there back up what we're saying. Like, uh, I don't disagree at all. Here we go. Thank you, QTW. If you want to go real old school, yeah, guys like Victor Trumper, mm-hmm. um, Simpson uh, would, you know, if, again, we got to do the yeah. whole with comparing 100 years ago, but um, it would have would definitely uh, be there in uh, in a cricket historian's uh, best 11. I think it's so – we're starting to get into the, the so hard to compare uh, kind of kind of territory there. Um, where you know we're going sort of pre pre Bradman in in terms of uh, Trumper, uh, but yeah, no, I'll I'll stand by my statement. If mm-hmm. I'm picking my my one to eleven Australian mm-hmm. test team, it's uh it's Hayden and Warner at the top. Yep. Or do we open with someone who's a better cricketer, <laughs> but not an opener? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. We're back to the, that conversation. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. You know, if you then if you're not talking pure predominantly openers, there's a bunch of guys that are. Uh, you're in, you know, in the top ten well, for run scores for Australia. That you know, you just pick you pick your best sticks, and um, so that should then shuffle Warner down the list a little bit to the point where the, yeah, maybe he's not in that. This is our, yeah. best eleven of all time of just pure batsmen. So, but yeah. and we didn't set out to pick our all-time Australian eleven. Then would no, 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 you no, do no, a whole podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll be here all. <laughs> we'll leave it for there. I, I, I'm just. I, the Australian public's miffed me a little bit over the last couple of years in terms of the, the <laughs> general sort of rhetoric around some people around around Warner and the end of his career. Yeah, I th- I think you know, for a lot of people he probably did the one most un-Australian thing he could do in, in cheating in a game he probably didn't need to because he plays for Australia. So <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people haven't gotten a lot of people haven't yeah, well, that, got, that, gotten that, over that. I think that yeah. really you know for the Australian spirit and the Australian. You know, mentality for playing sport, especially cricket. Mm, yeah, you know, it rubbed a lot of people a wrong way. So for he, mine, Smudge isn't viewed like that. No, but he. I think it's the off-field antics and stuff as well. Well, I, I th- there's I, a lot of stuff that's. I goes think on he's a fiery behind yeah. the scenes. And, uh, and, yeah. yeah, and earlier in his career, yeah, he got himself did some yes. dumb things. Yeah, I, I think Smudge mm. just gets a little bit of leeway that you know, Warner kind of being the ringleader as a veteran, bringing in the young fella, and then Smudge kind of turning a blind eye. Not as an instigator. It was kind mm. of why he gets a little bit of a free pass on it. Mm. Um, whereas Warner, maybe not so, did, hasn't really owned it, the fact that, you know, he was the ringleader and kind of gone to that. Has done his time, mm. of course, mm. saying that. But, you know, in the media, that is just kind of, 
I think they better would prefer to rather forget it ever happened, leave it in the past. But you know, it, it did happen, and a lot of people rubbed them the wrong way. Yeah, it is interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, people don't don't forget. They're not quick to move on, are they? No. For no. mine, it feels like ancient history. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it's not like he did steroids and you got to put a giant asterisk next to his career record. <laughs> um, Barry Bonds. Yeah. Um, and it. it you know, Faf gets away for his lolly for a couple of weeks Dude. earlier. <laughs> so where's the where's the Australian outrage at Faf Duplessis? Well, yeah, yeah. Again, that's probably one for another podcast. But <laughs> obviously, Sandpaper Gate is has thrown, and it will f- leave a sour taste in the Australian public's mouth for, yeah, for it changed the forever for yeah. uh, for that period. It really this did, yeah. is true. That's pretty a, a good little segue into mm-hmm. South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the beginning of the end of Test cricket for nations outside the Big Three? Doesn't look good. Yeah, I just yeah. We talk about it's, it, to me, it's just money, 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 money. Uh, one, the players don't get paid enough yep. mm-hmm. in, outside of you know Australia, India, and England uh, to play Test cricket. Um, and two, to make enough money. Those leagues, you know, the the Bizbacks, the sorry, the T Twenty leagues mm-hmm. are making mm-hmm. more money for them than Test cricket is. Mm. So, you, so that's for the national cricket board. for, for the boards. <coughs> yeah, yeah, not, exactly. Not for the ICC. No, no, the ICC has a lot of money. A lot of it, yes, is the BCCI. <laughs> is there like do we need to have a wealth sharing system where all this money that's coming in through India needs to actually prop up? Yeah, well, that's the, the conversation. And now, you know, and Sri Lanka's been in turmoil, and now yeah. South Africa, like, you're starting to think like. I mean, this is getting kind of close to the top of mm-hmm. of cricketing mm-hmm. prowess. Yeah, yeah. Well, outside of those big three, if you, you know, if that's the going to be Test cricket going forward, where it's just those three playing against each other in a rotation, um, yep. you know, they they need some. The other, it seems like the other boards want better support, um, need some more money, and they obviously think the best way to get funds now is. Uh, these guys need to be playing in their T20 yeah. leagues, which is, which is interesting because it's the opposite of what we've been talking about for the Big Bash League because mm, it struggles because mm. it has doesn't have its Australian cricketers in it. And w- yeah. well, we we make money from Test cricket, so it's the different. They've yeah. got the opposite problem. And Australia is <laughs> weird in that sense yeah. where you talk to most Aussies and may, and again maybe this comes down to funding and yeah. our best players always want to play Test, Test cricket. cricket. It's yeah. always seen as the pinnacle mm-hmm. of yep. cricket in this nation. But if yeah, if someone is a 35-year-old male in this country and they say, no, I prefer to watch the Big Bash over Test cricket, mm-hmm. I will laugh in their face <laughs> and then say, don't ever fucking talk to me about cricket ever again. <laughs> like, 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 like honestly, that 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 is my my personal <laughs> opinion. Would, would, you, that, would you think it would be different if the Australian eleven were playing like regular in every Big Bash game? Like, it was like, you know, you have Smud going up against Manus. You know, their two teams are facing off, and they're like that'd be interesting. So that, that's kind of where I. Th- and someone said, "I'd rather watch that than this Test match against the West Indies." I'd say, "Okay, yeah." So okay, um, <laughs> I, but I, if you again, if yeah. you'd rather watch, you know, Smudge play for the I, pink I, team against Usman playing for the green yeah. team <laughs> over Ashes day one, yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna laugh in your face. Yes, yeah. And, I suppose and maybe you'd that have makes to, me a cricket snob. Which you do have to I, 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 Which I think is the the issue that these others other nations have is they don't have the bankable franchise yeah. sort of stars. Yeah. They can, so we're spoiled. Yeah, we we are spoiled. Well, India spoiled. Yeah. England have their guys. Whereas you know South Africa are probably pretty close to that. But they maybe half decent team. But maybe they. Oh, it was. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, but maybe they need to build those stars up more locally. So that's why they're saying play the leagues more. Get out there. We'll build the league. The league's bringing the T20s bringing in more money. We'll get that, and then maybe we'll come. You know, do the 
will loop back around and then so you think it's less to, to test cricket. It's less about cricket as a sport. It's more about cricket competing against other sports in South Africa. It's like there, there's probably other issues union, the com- in the African nations whole, going on that we're well, like, yeah, because the whole skipping over, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the whole thing with T Twenty with particularly with what the IPL has established is the commercialization of cricket. Yep. Yeah. I like the, B- the BCCI the have gotten the ICC to block out a whole part of the year so that they can commercialize cricket and in India. And it's always been yeah. done like that. And and it's always been done like that. And, and now Indians aren't allowed to play in T20 leagues elsewhere and will yep. will will yep. actively, you know, put our fingers in every pudding to make sure that that the IPL yep. is the biggest thing in cricket. Yep. So, so to me this I mean, this this uh, South Africa versus India two day um two test series to me, feels like a handout. Like yeah, it's India saying, "Yeah, yeah, we'll send the guys. Yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you the coin." And why the fuck is it two tests? Uh, yeah, it's perfectly poised. <laughs> yes. Like, like South Africa hammered them in the in South the Africa first. are competitive in South Africa. Well, they've never lost to India in South <laughs> yeah, Africa. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that Australia doesn't have against either. We've lost at home yeah. to both South Africa and India yeah. multiple times. Yeah, and mm. I think go back to it. I think the problem is viewership and buy-in. Like, uh, mm. I think yeah. they South African cricket is thinking. The T20 leagues is the way to get promotion, get the money because we're talking money. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, get course. the money back yeah. into the league, and then maybe we can push to be part of the you know top four, be the fourth team, be compete with these guys mm. on a more regular basis. Be where we were 10, 15 years ago. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's interesting. I think that's the, the, the fallout from T20 is, um, and you know, attention spans generally. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> is, <laughs> thank you, iPhone. <laughs> yeah, is. Uh, you know, they have to generate the money, generate the interest so that they can then pay these guys to come off over, get India and Australia over more regularly and then play proper competitive series, mm. I think is the other thing. So uh, turn it into a, a three or four-day series, a uh, three or four-match um, series. There have always been three. three yeah, three. Yeah, do the three. There's sorry, India, three India, or five. Like, you, yeah, you know, India, it's India, a full South tour or it's, yeah. you know. It's India, a, South Africa, for as my knowledge, is, it's always been three. three. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we should talk about the test. It's mm-hmm. a pretty incredible <laughs> test match, the mm-hmm. shortest test match ever. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. You got your wish, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they played like, it like a T20. <laughs> yeah. right. 23 wickets on day one. What did Ravi Shastri say? You go around the corner <laughs> for a dump, dump. and <laughs> you <laughs> miss the end of the innings. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty true. They lost six wickets in 11 balls, six yep. for none. I'm sure that's, yep. that has never happened in, in test cricket. South Africa skittled for 55 on day one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you want to watch the eight-minute highlight package from day one, you can watch 23 wickets fall in, a, yeah. in eight minutes. Well, let's not talk about pitches in South Africa. It was. It looked <laughs> very <laughs> difficult to bat on. Yeah. Very, very difficult to bat on. Yeah. Uh, Dean Elgar is retiring, mm-hmm. so in sort of the same vein, they'll be looking for a, a replacement. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that Dean Elgar's career stands up to David Warner's, but it is a captain and one yeah. of their established been there best, yeah, time. exactly, best um, top order bats. So, so they'll be looking for, for a new bloke. Uh, and then they will play those test matches against New Zealand with their mm-hmm. essentially B-side. Mm-hmm. And then we will play tests uh, against New Zealand end of February, I believe. Interesting. I really hope in five or ten years we watch this podcast and go, ha ha, they were scared about everyone not playing test cricket. What morons. <laughs> but uh, it's really starting, starting to get that feel about it, doesn't my, it? My worry is test cricket goes to where it's more of like, uh, if I'm going to use a comparison, grand final, like bowl kind of, Super Bowl kind of thing where it's you, know, you play your leagues and then you have your, so you want to say leagues, your T20 competitions and then 
you have some sort of format where test cricket is played in some regard, but it's not as much as it is now. And it's kind of it's, it, like it's still seen as the pinnacle, but it's played more like a pinnacle, like it's a final event versus a regular occurrence throughout yeah, the year. That. So. I was yeah. struggling to get the NFL comparison, Sorry, but, yeah. but I am, I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you in the sense that it could get to a point where it's like, yeah. Everyone's playing we, shitloads of T20. Yeah, and then and we play a couple of tests a year and it's yeah, still exactly. the pinnacle, but yeah. here's your... Yeah, yeah you play like a, yeah, a world year. test championship over six months and you, know, you have four or five teams competing in it. Get us in the comments. Interesting. What do you think? Uh, are we... Destined for Australia, India, England only playing well, Test cricket. Will will you know? Doesn't not, not mean all that much, and, and we've got nothing to worry about. Well, South Test Championship points. Where are we at? We, are, we were middle of the table. We're though. first. Oh, we're now uh, first. But we've also, I think, we've played the most games. We uh, have by far. <laughs> yes, so, but we only play. We play fuck all now. This, yeah, this we year. play West Indies, and then there's two against New Zealand, Zealand, and then there's, there's nothing, nothing to our summer, which yeah, is India. Yes, yes. India. So World yeah, World Test. Championship, we've got a handy lead, um, and then it'll be the others sort of clawing back. Yeah. Conversely, India and England are playing a lot of Test cricket this year. Yeah. So I wonder if the the World Test Championship is something that maybe is is a solution. Let's say, mm. well, if the, they can build more interest in it. Well, outside of the last four years, you've never been able to say whether the Test champions. So that's kind of neat. It was yeah. nice beating. India in England to mm-hmm. kick off an Ashes campaign. Um, that, that is for sure. Uh, I've got the Ladaroo up there. Yes. Yeah. So we've played eight. Everyone else is sort of between two, two and five. So well, we've, got a, we've got a handy lead. Um, mm. But obviously it's going to get um, – Yeah, well, India, outside of us, India played the most and, of course, Pakistan who've been playing us. So yeah. – yeah. yeah, that's something as well they need to work out from a scheduling perspective because that's horrible to look at as a – Table. We're, yeah. we're, well, we're, and we're and we've played and eight and then half the have played well. two. Yeah. yeah. Give me some uh, astrophysics. We might get through that. <laughs> I think this is countries playing at home, countries playing away. So mm. it just shows the big disparity it's, in yeah. how much some nations are playing test cricket compared to others. Yeah. So it's saying on that, it's saying we've got that doesn't actually have New Zealand on it. Yeah, it does. So it's we're playing New Zealand at New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. And we're no, playing get, India, sorry. Pakistan, I get it West yeah, Indies yeah. at home. Yep. And then, yep. yeah, so and then we've got Sri Lanka as well away. Yeah. Yep. So tables have okay. uh, rows <laughs> and columns. I think both of you guys look at a few spreadsheets with your jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not at all. It took me a while to figure this one out. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> makes for good podcast. <laughs> that's a, that's a, oh, yeah. That's a special. That's it. Check that's out the Wikipedia that's for the World Test Championship. For yeah, Wikipedia sense. GOAT. Um, essentially, I mean, we're a, a long way ahead but won't play yep. much cricket this year. That's the take-home message for that. I mean, last note, my conspiracy theory hat here. Mm. India, well, with this whole T20 thing and South Africa not playing their best team in Mm -hmm. this next test against New Zealand, Mm. how does this, if it continues on like with all these T20 comps and Yeah, they might have a world test championship that's redundant from day one. Yeah, it's just completely rigged These nine ICC members that are playing for the world test championship but you look at it and you're like, huh, just start the the three way semi final or four, four yeah. call it four way you know semis now because there's only four teams that can actually compete for this. Yeah, yeah. well that, that's the, the concern. That's what I was saying is it'll go to Australia, India, England tri series, and mm. yeah. you know they'll play off against each other over say a couple months, and and you know what? and I'm, then they're crowned a champion. But I would actually be mad. 
Because then we wouldn't have summers like this where we're playing the West Indies for the second consecutive time and it's a big snooze fest. Yeah. And every year we play <laughs> test cricket against India and England. Oh, that feels very rugby to me. Look at this. Look at the old blacks. Look how good they are. Yeah. That kind of seems to me like that's test cricket dying off to me. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you would you would hope those other nations would – yeah, you know, to lose like New Zealand, South Africa, Pakistan, etc., out of that kind of conversation, uh, I, I think is not great for cricket. Let's hope that one nineteenth uh, century rich white person sport doesn't follow the fate of another <laughs> old white nineteenth century rich yeah. white person sport. Ca- caveat, of course, like Test cricket survived one day cricket, so you think it would survive T Twenty as well. But mm. well, it's a very different mm. place than it was in the eighties and nineties when they kicked it off. Yeah. All right. That's a uh, that's a cricket hour. Oh, we should just touch briefly. Brilliant. Briefly. Yeah. Aaron Finch has officially retired from the Big Bash League. Mm-hmm. Uh, his T20 career, nearly 11,500 runs. Well, I think that's complete retirement for him, isn't it? That's All like done. He's yep. done. Yeah. done. Done, um, done. Done, done. 138 strike rate, average tick under 34. Don't forget that 172 that he scored. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was against England, I believe. Uh, eight T20-hundreds. Uh, a real... Uh, short format connoisseur, um, oh, yeah. up, right up there with with our best T Twenty cricketers of all time. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, the Heat there at one hundred and thirty two from their twenty feels a bit unders to me. Um, Who's top of the big bash table? Reading the table up, Jimmy. Well, you had it up. there. Uh, I saw Matt Short's been making bulk runs. It's interesting that Adelaide opened with with Short and Short, mm-hmm. and Matt Short is actually quite tall. Get your head around that. Uh, uh, who else been doing a bit? I think Chris Lynn is two for runs as yep. well. So both the strikers boys going well there. Scorchers are always pretty good. Renegades generally pretty stinky. Have I, have I got most of that? <laughs> I think so. While I'm bringing that up, I think the fun note to Aaron Finch's retirement is he will probably play Davey Warner in their last match. That's fun. I think at least in his last match. I don't know if it'll be Warner's last match. Well, yeah. Unless they make finals. Renegades unlikely to make finals, I would have thought. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, been on pat- you've been on paternity leave for a while, bruh. <laughs> Just yeah, you, you find the run scorers, I'll get the table. I can't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> big bash standings, big bash table. Oh, well, Sean's racing you. Oh, down. I just got to scroll down. Right down. Yeah. <laughs> Six is one, Google scorches two. <laughs> No, uh, uh, hate, hate, hate one. I yeah. can't read. Let me read on the big screen. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Heat one, sixes two, scorches three, uh, stars four. Kane's definitely in the mix. Strikers in the mix. Thunder and Renegade struggling. That's yep. that. Matt Short, Chris Lynn, as Affa mentioned, one and oh, two. Aaron Hardy, got to talk about him. I think he'll play a lot for Australia, um, at least in white ball. Already has played a little bit of white ball cricket, but I think he'll play a lot. Moving forward, Jake Fraser McGurk, 21 year old, a lot of talent. Mm. Uh, and then that man, Cameron Bancroft, does it count? 202. He's been runs. He's Thunder's <laughs> highest, highest run scorer so far. Uh, and speaking of Thunder, Dan Sams, uh, currently leading wicket taker with 11, uh, along with Xavier Bartlett, Lance inter- Morris, and Jason Berry. Yeah, Lance Morris is one that interests me on that list. He's been doing quite a job. I feel like he might feature in one of their West Indies games. Yeah, yeah good uh, as, a, good. as a rest for, for yep. say, Stark or Hazelwood. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Lance Morris, the wild thing, gets a gets a gig uh, in Adelaide. All right, that's cricket. There's an hour of cricket. Well, there's no better time, I suppose, than early January to to sit and down and talk about cricket. Mm, it's the summer of cricket. 
and it its is. future um, with a couple of your best mates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go to the states. Oh, he broke his ankles. Week eighteen is upon us. Uh, quick look back at week seventeen, and uh, well, two weeks ago, even Christmas mm. NFL just continues to to break. Records in terms of numbers, nearly 30 million people watching the Eagles and the Giants on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Sort of double, double what the NBA games were getting across all. Combined. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think I saw as well of like a hundred of the hundred top shows of 2023, 83 of them were NFL games. And I think the other 17 were college football games. So, you know, <laughs> football is king yep. uh, in America. It is definitely. You know, post post uh, any of the concussion things that come out, it's grown leaps and bounds. It's the biggest sport by far in the in the US um, now. Mm. So yeah, it's crazy. They've got to sort out some of the officiating. Uh, <sighs> this Lions Cowboys. Do, do you know I found out that they uh, they do not have full time officials referees in the NFL? Really? Yeah. yeah. So, so what, it's all part time. They're all part time. <laughs> yeah, and they're the only major league in the US that does it. So well, I was just short, like, short what? Season. Like, yeah, well, I suppose that yeah, like, their, yeah, their September is, to, is seven months of the year you don't have work. Exactly. They go back to being lawyers and <laughs> et cetera, the, the day jobs, and then, yeah, they get pulled into You'd want to be a fucking lawyer if you're a referee at the moment. The <laughs> <way>. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what. But, but for the multi-billion dollar league that it is. Surely six months a year they should just have them, you know, watching film. This is Getting on the rules, being part that, of the rules what's committee. What's the rule? Yeah. Pop quiz. Yeah, exactly. 100%. 100% agree. So uh, I'd be interested to see if they make that change going forward because it has been pretty average. We've been talking about it week on week. I'm talking about, the, you know, how is it impacting all the gambling? Mm-hmm. Whereas this one directly re- impacted a, a playoff position mm-hmm. uh, and a game that they would have won. So we're talking mm-hmm. about Lions-Cowboys. Yes. Lions had um, Decker come out and be eligible. They had uh, Skipper run out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see Skipper run out towards the the ref. They So essentially they ended up with three linemen close to the ref, but mm-hmm. Decker yeah. was the one that said, I am reporting, I am eligible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the amount of them, they were trying to confuse the Cowboys players, but they confused yeah. the referee as well. I think they yeah. confused themselves too because yeah. Skipper's running on, you know, waving his hands and rubbing his yeah. belly and doing everything that you're meant to do to, to yes. report yeah. in as eligible. Yeah, but, and, but Deck is the one that's actually in the ref's face saying, I am reporting. Yeah. And then when yeah. they line up. Did you see the slow-mo? But the ref is looking at Skipper. Yeah. He's not looking at Decker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, the ref wasn't even looking at them. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's wearing the Homer Simpson glasses. Away, yeah. yeah, the ref needed his spec savers, bro. So, <laughs> um, uh, but then if you go to the actual alignment, there's no way that Decker – um, was like he wasn't an official lineman. He was in the ineligible spot. Mm. So he, yep. he had – they should have thrown a penalty flag that he was uh. in the wrong position if that was the case because he had to be the one that reported in as eligible. Like the, from, their, from their positioning, he was the only one that could have potentially have got it. So uh, he then, of course, caught the two – was it two-point? No, the touchdown? Two-point. Two-point conversion. Two-point conversion, which yeah. Would have which was won, ballsy. Yeah, which would yeah. have won the game. Uh, they get flagged, of course, and they come back and try again. I think they get flagged on that, and then they try they for, a get flagged. Yeah. for a third time. For a third time. I'm surprised they tried little... it for the third time. That's also where Dan Campbell, I think, has to take some responsibility. Yeah, they got dicked by the refs, but if they're yeah. going to move you back five yards, you're seven yeah. yards out, just kick the extra point, yeah, man. Like, come on. Like. But he's got huge balls. Like he's Yeah, well, sometimes <laughs> the small <laughs> balls, they you know, yeah. think things move, forward yeah. and don't you get the heat instead. of the moment, yeah. you know, drenched in testosterone and sweat. Uh, make more rational decisions. Yeah. But, you know, the fallout from this is all the Lions players said they 
um, Decker was eligible. There's video of Goff telling Decker to go over the referee and be eligible. They did everything. Dan right. Campbell says, I told the refs that the this is the game. game. This is yeah. how we're going to report in as eligible. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, so there is some room for the commissioner to overturn a result. It's been a week. It's not going to happen. But nah. uh, no, uh, no chance. But Lions fans, Detroit have bought like, nearly every billboard they call could saying Lions won. <laughs> Decker reported eligible, so you know, <laughs> they they are very much in the camp that they did everything right, and then the refs fucked them. And by all accounts, it seems to be the case. Was well, definitely mm. the big talking story, uh, talking point, point, I should say, big of, story of week well, seventeen. So. Now, look, neither it hasn't cost either a playoff spot. They're both being no. both there. seeding uh, is yeah. See, it could cost one of them. Uh, it could co- cost the Lions I, a home yeah. playoff. I think yeah, which we, that was the whole argument. I think yeah. it did yeah. cost because um, like, the. Because the advantage sort of thing, and the NFL looking at it, they want Lions to have the home game because they're going to have the Rams and Stafford come in to, oh, <laughs> to play the home playoff game. So that's the script. Write the script. Follow the script. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. So. Let's look at these uh, playoff pictures. So mm-hmm. Ravens played today. They Clinched. did lose. Uh, they rested, played a big team. Yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah. all their starters. Lamar is less than a dollar and one yeah, cent. He's locked it up. Um, he's got the MVP. Yeah, I'd be thoughts, s- thoughts on that. I think for him it's technically a down year. You look at his yeah. numbers, 2019. I was going to ask what makes him the MVP. Like, there's no one better. Stuff. That's the problem. <laughs> there, there's no one better and it has to go to a quarterback for some yeah. <laughs> unbeknownst reason. McCaffrey should be I, Yeah, for mine I think yeah. CMC uh, has has done everything that a running back is humanly, you know, possible humanly uh, capable yeah. of doing. And uh, if it's going to be a year, it would be this year. Because, yeah, the quarterback over 2,000. Purpose yards and what twenty two touchdowns or something from yeah. CMC. Yeah. Whereas well, I think there's about ten quarterbacks that have thrown more touchdowns than Lamar has because I think yeah. he's only thrown twenty five or twenty eight. Like he he won the MVP with thirty five. Yep. So he's, he hasn't done and that. he had more rushing touchdowns that year he, as, well. as well. So yeah. Having said that, they've won a fuckload. Yes. He's played very well. He has more passing yards. That's he, big, he's got more passing yards than he did the than the year that he won it. But and slightly less rushing yards. So yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. by his own standards he's for down. 2019, like it's it's not better. So yeah. So again, then uh, who's he competing against? He's, it's not golf. He's not competing against himself. No. He's competing yeah. against and everyone else. Dak, I think. You know, I've, I think I've, um, I. Found I'm surprised there's still a market. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's at a dollar and oh five cents in there. Yeah. No, that's not This is like uh, back to the mass at the start of the <laughs> yeah. conversation around the Panthers owner and how, how much that, yeah. that's that it. fine oh, yeah. uh, hurt his back pocket. Yeah. What's well, that? You put a million down, you get 50 grand. Yeah, quick maths. Mm-hmm. Be our back. Be our back. <laughs> <laughs> Take a million dollar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did see the thing. Drew, no, like, that's no, it's five grand. Yeah. It, it is yeah, five grand. Yeah, I can't that, even do maths. That would that's be a million and five grand. <laughs> Excel. <laughs> He's a good accountant. That's why, that's why I've been on parental leave. <laughs> the money disappears. It's five grand off, five a, grand. off a yeah. milli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I, I did see this during the week. Uh, so Dak Prescott is there at number two. Mm. The only stat that Lamar has more than he does rushing is, is rushing yards. Uh, everything else yeah. – uh, and rushing touchdowns is just not on this one here. No. <laughs> but everything else, passing yards, yards a game, touchdowns to intercepts, rating, QR, QR et cetera. Wins. Lamar's got more wins. Win, win, yes. Does that play into it? Yes. Um, Lamar not, uh, didn't get the refs to help him win a <laughs> crucial game true, true. in Detroit. <laughs> that angered the whole city. Yeah. And then the others like Brock, 
you know, he had a big four intercept yeah, game. That, that, that killed that his chance. He can win the MVP. Um, Josh Allen's thrown 30 touchdowns again this year. Lots he's of pretty, picks. But again, he's, he's, well, he, that's his game though. He's a turnover. Gunslinger. Merchant, gunslinger, yeah. Yes. So, how many rushing touchdowns does Josh Allen? Uh, fifteen, I think. Fucking nuts, man. Let me let me confirm. Yeah, I think that. it's I think it's fifteen. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Jimmy's gonna beat me to it. Um, because like total touchdowns, that's you know nearly ten more than what Lamar's got. So um, Josh Allen's got fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, and, and, and bring up Hertz, his Hertz got fifteen. Also as has well. 15, fifteen, but Josh Allen's passing numbers. Outside I think of, he's got outside of thirty picks. touchdowns. Yeah, pretty good, good, aren't they? Uh, twenty is that twenty seven? Josh Allen's twenty seven. Yeah, twenty seven touchdowns, touchdowns, sixteen intercepts. Passing yards is three thousand nine hundred forty seven. Nearly four thousand. But again, does the MVP throw a pick every game? Yeah, sixteen picks hurts him. Yeah. Look, we're we're talking like they've given it to Lamar. It's. There's, there's, there's still a chance. There's still, there's still a chance. <laughs> Based on the betting companies who, yeah. who know the, a that, few things. Exactly. Yeah, they're it's saying all, all it's, but a, done. it's a done deal. Yeah. You know what so else is interesting? 24 touchdowns, passing touchdowns for Lamar. Like it's, it's a down year. Yeah, it's, it's actually yeah. like compared to his MVP year. Oh, I think across the, the, the league for quarterbacks is kind of a bit of a down year. So, so it's just the fact I that feel he's like consistent across all stats, whereas – all those other quarterbacks are like good at just one thing, or and, and, have and maybe one we're, thing or, or maybe we're just looking too him. much at stats as well. If you look at him as a game yeah. manager, guess, and yeah. he's had perfect passer ratings in a few yeah. games this year, they've been dominant, and they've yeah. gone out and belted teams like, like the what they Dolphins, Dolphins, 49ers. Yeah, I think they're one of the few teams that have had you know against. Actually, that's the, the big thing against positive, like over five hundred teams. Yeah, they play they, better. Yeah, yeah, they've played better. I think they've got like ten wins against yeah. Uh, yeah. over five hundred. They've and you know against the guys that are, have winning records, they've put fifty on them. Yeah, so they've been mm. very, very dominant. And that's like the argument straight against Tua, who does the opposite, like a bit of the flat track bully kind. The, yep. the, the, yeah. the Dolphins in general. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they, they have Buffalo. So yeah. Which yeah. is sick. <laughs> um, but just to finish up on Lamar and the Ravens, Ravens will get a week off. Lamar essentially has the MVP. And uh, they're not Super Bowl fat. The 49ers are still shorter than, yeah. than the Ravens. Which are They do add Davon Cook during the week, which is mm. going to be interesting. They have been hurting a little bit at running back all year. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, that'll be uh, mm. very interesting for them. Um, but, yeah, I think they're one of the most complete teams. Um, and the Holborough – Harbour, hello. I'm <laughs> struggling to say. <laughs> Harbour. Harbour. The, the brothers, um, yeah, looking like they could be running mm. into a couple – well, one's definitely in a championship. The other mm. one might be on his way. Mm. Finn's Bills tomorrow. This is mm. huge. Big game. So the winner takes the AFC East confirmed. Yep. And um. depending on how things work out, most likely avoid the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Yes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs still have to beat the Chargers tomorrow. They've but cl- they've got the West. They've clinched the West, but uh, I think we'll still see some starters. I'm not 100% sure there because they may want a higher seeding. Yes. Anyways, we'll see, see how the Chiefs line up. Jags, yeah, th- Jags will want to win against yep. the Titans because if they lose, uh, good chance they're done. done. Yep. Um, Browns play the Bengals. Browns may rest the whole team. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think they can't go lower than five and they can't go higher than five because whoever wins AFC South will automatically get the four. Yep. Despite record. Mm-hmm. Speaking of AFC South, huge game today. It was essentially a playoff game between the Colts and the Texans. 
Colts, real heartbreaker. Um, had the had the chance to drive down and win um, with a with a missed extra, extra point. Why was JT not on the field? I think's the question. Yeah, so they they called it up fourth and one. Wasn't a bad play call. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Goodson had yep. all he had to do was catch a ball, ball. and fall over. And it, it was thrown a little behind, I suppose, but he got two hands on it, no yeah. defender around. You'd got to eat those for breakfast. And yeah, Katarius Tony was the, all the memes going <laughs> around. So, yeah. Poor fella. Poor, poor fella. Blo- I haven't heard of him. Yeah, ex- well, exactly. So, so you know, he might be remembered as, as a guy that, that cost him a Which, uh, which is probably the, the reason for that play call is no one, no one was going to cover him because mm. no one had heard of him. Mm. Uh, if it's JT, maybe he's getting, you know, two guys kind of sliding his Having way. Look, so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was the play design, but you know, he had his number called and unfortunately couldn't get it. Having said that, I, I like it as a storyline thing. CJ mm-hmm. Stroud, Rookie of the Year in the bag. The Texans is, is fun. Who? Um, no, uh, the Rams wide receiver. Puga Nakua? Yeah. Puka get us some odds. <laughs> I think, so, again, quarterback, yes. Uh, but I, I, think, I think he'll have it in the bag. I think it's more open than the MVP, yeah. but I think it's the Rookie of the Year is CJ Stroud. I think Pakua, yeah. I really <laughs> the, like The bookies Pakua agree. Though. Well, yep. what do you got? CJ Strouds are uh, a dollar, a dollar and two cents. Two cents. Uh, <laughs> Even shorter than Lamar. No, no, no. no okay, no, 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 Lamar was Sorry, yes, yeah. Um, Puka Nakua is second there at nine twenty-five, yeah. and it's daylight. Well, I think if because Nakua hasn't set uh, the. <laughs> sorry, I'm going to put you at all. Puka Nakua. And I'm the one that's been on the podcast for six, three months. I'm tired. I'm Because uh, he hasn't set the receiving rookie receiving records. He needs like 24 yeah. yards and a couple more receptions to get all? both. Yeah, right. So he's really close. So my Who has the rookie receiving records? Jefferson? Or yeah, no, Jeff- it might have been Jefferson broken by Chase. I uh-huh. feel like. Um, That's why we got you back here, mate. You, you can double check that for me. <laughs> and you can say Puma um, Nakua. <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh, but by all accounts, he'll play until he breaks the record and then they'll take him out. They'll take him out. Yeah. That's a thing as well. If you are having a little punteroo tomorrow, uh, have a look at incentives because mm-hmm. a lot of guys, yeah, deal incentives. Yeah, uh, I saw Clanning got half a sack today and that was like 750K for him. Beautiful. To hit his incentive. So it was, he was going going crazy. Check out the Gronk video all the time. Uh, <laughs> getting his millie from, from yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so AC South. Essentially, Jags win and in. Yep. Uh, the Colts will be praying, I think, that they lose. And mm-hmm. this, actually, no, the Colts are done. The Colts st- are gone. Yeah, the they're Steelers gone. are praying that the Jags lose. Correct. Steelers, they just, I think they just, oh no, they, they need the Jags to lose or the Bills to lose. So either of those teams lose, Steelers are in. Yep. There's a chance that the Bills miss out, mm-hmm. which is wild to think. Yeah, of. they have to win to guarantee their spot. A lot of scenarios can happen in the AFC East. Because uh, I feel like if if the Bills win, I does that mean the Dolphins miss out? No, because they're eleven wins. Yeah, I think they'll be both be both be in. So the Bills, this seven seed, I don't actually know. We might need mm. to have the fo- Jimmy. You had it up there before. Do you? He's yeah. working overtime. Uh, so, screens. So, so in the in the hunt, the Bills go down. So. Yeah, so if, if they lose, they can still make it. It's 40, we, okay, 40% if, chance that okay. they make it if they lose. What about the – can you confirm the Dolphins for me? Just scroll up. So the Dolphins are 100% clinched? Yeah. yeah, they're fine. Okay, cool. Cool. We'll just double-check that. They've clinched the playoff spot, but they haven't clinched mm-hmm. the division. So what was that? NFL rookie receiving record belongs to Bill Groman in 1960. Really? No, no, and then Lamar broke it. Ah. Oh, but came closest to breaking the mark, sorry. 
So he was about 20 yards short. So it's, is that how old it is? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Four, so, so it's 1,473 yards. Uh, so this is obviously for yardage. And that's in a 14-game in a season. And who's undrafted? Yep. Yeah. Bill Groman. Check it out. Well, a fifth-round pick uh, breaking a, was that 70-year-old, 40, 80-year-old record? 63, but who's counting? Sorry. I didn't the wrong way. <laughs> 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 Didn't yeah. we? I think when we started this podcast, we just we said let's we'll do less quick math. No, we quick we need to go back to year six math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I guess it's I'm, we're only talking about yardage. Yardage we're talking about there. Yeah. So, so he's like averaging like twenty yards a catch there. Quick yeah. math. And he also played fourteen games as well, so it's yeah. pretty impressive. Very much so. So yeah, wait and see. I, th- I feel I feel like if he breaks the record though, that's better to me than a you know rookie quarterback that has four thousand passing yards. And well, you get nine dollars nine dollars fifty to yeah. one if you want to. If I was picking awards, <laughs> I think it'd be McCaffrey and uh, Puka Nakua. So yeah, should we look at the NFC? Yes, NFC's fucking a lot of scenarios can happen. There's more mm-hmm. things that can go mm-hmm. on. Okay, so we don't have a clear one seed. So the 49ers will. Play all their starters. They want to win against the yep. Rams to get the week off. Yep. Cowboys eleven and five. They play the Commanders. Most likely win. win. Most likely get the two seed. Mm-hmm. Lions eleven and five. Do they get one if 49ers lose? So what was yeah. Saying? What's the tiebreaker? Who have they played each other? I think they. Ha- I think they did. Who won? Cowboys. So yeah, Cowboys have won. I'm pretty sure there was that run in that yeah. in the middle of the season. 49ers lost three games. Yeah. So Cow- to me, I think Cowboys we won if they win and 49ers lose. So that's that's the big one there. Uh, Lions. Lions. NFC South is interesting. Bucks oh. beat the Panthers. They're in. That's all they need to do. Lions uh, can't be one. So Saints need the Bucks to lose can to the Lions Panthers. Be one? No, Lions can't be one. Lions can't get one. Cowboys can. Okay. That's my understanding. Yeah, because they'd be the same record as the Niners, but the Niners, I think, would get them on. So they could be two, but I don't think they can be one. Correct. Eagles 11-5, they play the Giants. Mm-hmm. So they, on a tiebreaker, they need the Cowboys to lose. Mm-hmm. And if they win that, they'll get the two seed. They can only go high. And they'll, win, two. And they'll win the NFC And they'll East. win the division. Yep. So a lot of people will be cheering for the Commanders tomorrow. Yep. Rams are 9-7. They play the 49ers. They need a lot to go wrong to miss the playoffs. the playoffs. Correct. Okay, but it can happen. Mm-hmm. Packers are winning in. Play the Bears. Bears. Bears would love to spoil the party. 100%. Packers can still make it with a loss, but they need a lot of luck. So they're the other, they're the other end of the Rams. Mm-hmm. If they if they lose, they're in deep shit. Yeah. Whereas the Rams actually might be safe even with a loss. John loved three, 30 touchdowns this year. So. It's been good, man. It's been good, and yeah. Like I did not have expectations for this season. The way they started, mm-hmm. I was like, yep, that's pretty much mm-hmm. what I'd expected. Then sort of middle of the season, they're a good beating run. the Chiefs and the Lions and shit like, we win the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and then back to reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was struggling to beat the Panthers, yeah. lost to the Giants, got Tommy yes. DeVito. Hey, um, all that sort of plays into it. So as it stands, if all those seeds win their games, as expected, that's our teams. Yep. In the hunt, Seahawks, Vikings, Saints, they need mm-hmm. a lot to go mm-hmm. to go wrong. Uh, they need a lot to go right. They need a lot for the, yeah, yeah. For the teams ahead to go wrong. Yeah, that's some of the scenarios there. So look, look. <laughs> we don't think do, the, do the Bucks deserve to be in the playoffs if they can't beat the Panthers? 
Monkey, you got the bus saddle? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Probably not. No, I have to say yes, but yeah. I mean, NFC South. Yeah, it is. We just start. The fact, fa- oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago about how the Buccaneers were like on the rise. They kind of looked like the team. A couple of weeks later, it looks like the Saints are back on the rise. Derek Carr is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they could, you know, s- steal this division um, and maybe be a bit more threat than the Buccaneers. But I just don't think the Buccaneers can lose the Panthers. I don't, yeah. I, uh, think I think it's too little too late. Yeah. The, the Saints have Falcons. Yep. Saints yeah. Saints have Falcons. Saints, at the same time, I think the Saints should beat the Falcons. Yep. I agree. But I don't but, think it's going to matter. Yeah. It won't matter. Vikings in, yeah, in can make interesting it. Interesting one. Yeah. So, so they would need to beat to, the Lions. To beat the Lions, <laughs> a hard, and then have the Packers lose. Do, not, do, it's not impossible. Do they have? Again, with timing of the games, would the Lions know where they're seated? Would they rest? I was looking at this. I think all of the interesting ones are in the late window. So all together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're thinking of waking up early tomorrow, these are the nice early matchups you can have. Denver Falcons and Saints. <laughs> Bengals playing a Browns team. <laughs> Resting all their players. Uh, Jags, if you're interested, they need to yeah. win that. Um, same with Bucks Bucks and Panthers. Panthers. So there's a few interesting if ones. If you want there. to watch your Panthers. Jets and Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Vikings and Lions, kind of interesting. Okay, so a few in those early windows, but a lot of. Yeah. Um, uh, to, to make that into a verb. Uh, and then the. <laughs> is it a verb? No, it's an adjective. A verb is a doing thing. Um, English wrong. 830. <laughs> yeah. Slightly better than maths. <laughs> better, than, better than wrong maths. 830 games. Packers playing for their season against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Cowboys playing for a potential NFC East title against the Commanders. Rams playing against the 49ers. 49ers at home trying to get the number one seed. Yep. Seahawks playing. They need to win and other things to go, mm-hmm. go their way. Um, Eagles also playing for a possible um, mm-hmm. NFC East yeah. title and two seed. Uh, and then the Broncos and Raiders. Bang. Um, oh, and Chiefs and Chargers. Yes. So Chiefs are two dollars fifty there. So there's a good chance I would think, I think that they're, they're resting. That they're resting. A few, yeah, they've clinched the West, guys. and I don't think they can get any higher than they are. And then Sunday the night football is the Bills and Dolphins, which is close to a playoff game. Yes. So it's a bit of fun in the morning. Agree. 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 Uh, Pro Bowl. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think we're not going to read out the entire the, roster. The yep. entire rosters. Go check them out. Uh, AFC, NFC. I've highlighted a few little snubs. Uh, you've seen a fair bit of Antoine Winfield Jr. play mm-hmm. this year. He's very good. His old man uh, played in the NFL too. Yeah. 117 tackles, five for loss, five uh, sacks, five forced sh- fumbles, yeah. three intercepts. And then you compare his numbers mm-hmm. to Buda Baker who made it in. Uh, I don't know how he didn't get picked. Now, this is interesting. They pick one free safety, two strong safeties. Technically, Antoine Winfield Mm. plays free Free, safety. The one free safety that gets picked is Jesse Bates. His defensive back numbers are sick, like Mm -hmm. six Mm -hmm. picks, made Mm -hmm. a bunch of tackles, but he's not out there, you know, getting five sacks and forced fumbles and all the rest of it. So maybe that's something that they need to look at and say, well, I'm sure if you can play free safety, you can probably play strong safety. Maybe we just pick four four safeties. We're not picking... Slot cornerbacks and like nickelbacks and uh, and outside guys, we're just picking cornerbacks. Yeah. So. Oh, and that's a thing as well. Yeah. Uh, in today's NFL, a lot of teams' base defense is a nickel. Yeah, nickel defense. Defense. So, so maybe a few more def- defensive backs should be. Yeah, well, I don't think any nickels got picked. So <laughs> I think they were all with the main big name outside dudes. 
uh, on the quarterbacks. So. And for any Aussies that are sort of partial fans that might be listening, the Pro Bowl these days is a crock. Like it's flag football. It, the game, yeah, it's, the it's game it's itself skill. means it, nothing. It is literally flag football now and they play dodgeball <laughs> and, and skills. It competition. means nothing. Skills, yeah. this is it, not, we're not talking about state of origin right here. It, it's, <laughs> they purely do it as a, you know, it's for the resume. So Individual accolade, yeah. chuck it on the resume. Play for your Hall of Fame, etc. Yeah. So Hall of Fame, bargaining bit, bit on extra your contract. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. so these are... When we're talking about snubs, yes, the game itself doesn't mean anything, but for your contract and your career and your potential earnings, uh, yeah, these are big snubs. Yeah. So we're Do you think that will change in the not-too-distant future? No. Do you reckon I, I, people I, I, start drawing up their contracts so that they don't worry about? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's more it's – What do you do? Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's an accolade. Yeah, it, it is an accolade. It's essentially but being all pro. So it's it's yeah. saying, hey, we're the best yeah, players true. at our position for mm. that year. That's kind of what this is recognising. Yeah. That that doesn't have like any good game or anything that comes out of it. That's but know, I mean, you that was like, always the sideshow. I guess you also like things like the top 100, which I guess is mm. yeah. more fan-based or whatever. But like, no, that's player player-based. player-based. So, so it's different right, again. Yeah. This so is fan-based. Fan slash coach. Yeah. And slash media, I think, is how it all So to me, the biggest thing would be Getting uh, an accolade yeah, from your peers, peers. which is yeah. which is the yeah. top one hundred. Yeah, yeah. Having said that, the snubs are interesting. I think Antoine Winfield got yep. a, copped a big snub. I think Legarius Sneed copped a huge snub. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an argument that he might be the best corner in the league this year. Yep, definitely best named Legarius. Let's go. <laughs> uh, he didn't allow a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It was Champ Bailey kind of stuff. He's only mm-hmm. given up two fifty yard games. Yep. Um, I suppose it's the age old thing with with guys that become an island and. Quarterback stop throwing their way. Maybe they don't get the stats, the accolades to go yeah. with it. Uh, uh, but I think the names also ahead of him is the challenge. Well, Pat Sertan and Source Gardner, I'm not going to argue either of those guys. Uh, Ramsey's still – Ramsey was actually hurt for a, a fair bit of time. Ramsey missed miss games and it, yeah. I think – But he's still been very good since he's back. He's still he's Ramsey. He's so. excellent. Denzel Ward, Ward is also very good, good, but I feel like one of those guys could probably miss for Legereus Need. Uh, Josh Allen, which is talking mm-hmm. about him, mm-hmm. being maybe an MVP before. Yeah. Although it might have been a stretch, but they picked three quarterbacks. Yeah. So I think two are, uh, of those three, two is the sort of the fun one. Yep. Um, mm. He's been, you know, blighting up the league. So I can see why they may have picked him over Allen. Um, the other two, I think, have to be there. Lamar, if he's going to be MVP, makes sense. And Mahomes is Mahomes. So. <laughs> and again, well, is that a name value? Yeah. Well, his, his numbers are significantly down this year. So. I yeah. I, I, my eyes lit up when I had a second round pick and I thought, I'm, I'm not going quarterback. I'm not going quarterback. And I was like, fuck Patrick Mahomes, man. I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. Regretted it all season. <laughs> yeah. like, and that's from a fantasy perspective. <laughs> but his numbers, again, if you're comparing yourself to yourself, he's had a massively down year. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, got offensive mm. problems. So. And a lot of that is he's receivers not being able to catch a ball yeah. and Taylor Swift and exactly, anything yeah, else and that you might want to think. But yeah. uh, I think on a numbers basis, Mahomes has had a down year. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Josh Allen could, you know, he rushed for 15 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then maybe some receivers, although I think we're starting to get a bit stretchy here with, with Brandon Ayuk. And, oh, I feel like Cortland Sutton should be on that list. Amon Rice and 10 Brown. touchdowns this year and he some did. ridiculous touchdowns. He did, he did. These and guys, I also think Quinn Miners should have been there for Denver. Right, right guard. He's probably the best right guard or second best foot right guard in football this year. This is hard on offensive linemen. Very hard on offensive linemen. Then you really have to be watching a lot of tape uh, because we don't really have the stats to to go with it outside of, I suppose, sacks allowed. Yeah. What the PFF does. Yeah. PFF. Sometimes you look at those PFF rankings and you're like, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, (laughs) mine is the second best guard in the league, so Mm. that's why I throw it in there. 
Anyways, mm. check it out. Uh, there are uh, interesting lists. Uh, there's a few snubs that we've highlighted there. XFL, USFL going to merge? Officially merged. They're now the United Football League. And does Dwayne Rock... Owns it? Own, he owns the merger yeah. now? Yeah, he, he owns... owns so he owned XFL and I think he, he's brokered essentially right. a deal to get it together. So the both 18... I'm oh, sorry. Both eight team franchises mm-hmm. have joined uh, to create an eight-team league. So uh, eight. so of the 16 total teams are now going to be culled down to eight teams mm-hmm. um, for spring football essentially to fill in that, that gap between while everything else is uh, finished um, to do that. And uh, it seems to have a pretty good bit of backing and it's going to have some good uh, names on it. And I think they – when I think it starts March, April-ish – um, so you probably start hearing about drafts and guys getting picked to play in those teams uh, come February. And there's a, quite a few names that came out of last yeah, year's games that have now made, into, made it into the um, NFL. Uh, where are these teams from? Are they Do they have NFL teams? Uh, so I, I don't think they're affiliated to an NFL team like that, Here if that makes sense. So Birmingham, Alabama, no. Houston, yes, obviously, yep. as the as the Texans. The Roughnecks. Memphis, not so. Technically, Tennessee play out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Michigan Panthers playing out of Detroit, Detroit. so yes. yes. Arlington Renegades playing out of Arlington, Texas, which is Dallas Metro. Mm-hmm. DC Defenders, San Antonio, St. Louis. So, half, yeah, more than half are actually from areas that don't have an NFL team. So yep. uh, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of... Um, Intrigue there. No West Coast either. Yeah, all, oh, yeah. All, yeah. all either in the south or it's nearly predominantly south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say there's a lot of Texas teams in that. Yeah, three Texas, um, an Alabama team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only two really from the from the northeast. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I I'm not super interested. I must I must admit, but mm. uh, I, I like that. I think the concept is great because it's kind of the thing they they miss. They lack, you know, for all. All those three thousand odd athletes that come out of college that yeah. then don't make it into the NFL, like yeah. coming to the NRL, NRL draft. <laughs> yeah. that video. There's, yeah. there's four four contracts up. Yeah, there's got to be some talent, and you know they kind of fit in the good window of yes, it's hot, it's spring football, but um, I think it's still kind of to me it kind of works, and mm. um, they they can fit in a gap where there isn't any other football. Football dominates their TV, so yeah, yeah it's something I think could definitely grow. Um, it's not going to compete with anything, but a perfect. As I think the rocks really marketed well, it's perfect feeder into you know f- second chance essentially. Uh, don't go play Canadian football; you can play with us, mm. play local, get the get your tape done, and make your way potentially back in the NFL. Like it with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson at the helm. Uh, surely the the future is bright. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit of college football. We don't talk heaps of college ball on uh, uh, on this podcast, we're at but the pointy end semi-finals. Yeah. Surely we've got to talk a little bit. And uh, for the first time since 2015, there's no SEC team mm-hmm. in there. So the uh, era of domination from Georgia and Alabama and LSU and the like is uh, is over. Um, Michigan beating aforementioned Alabama, uh, Big Blue. Very uh, good in contest. the in the Rose Bowl, yeah, it was nice to see sunset at the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. um, and then the Washington Huskies beating uh, Texas um, there. So Washington haven't won an, actually neither of these teams have won a national no. championship for ages. Correct. Michigan, I think, have the most national championships ever. You got to mm-hmm. go back mm-hmm. to like a ways. A while ago, yes. Yeah. So so that's fun. Is that uh, when is that next this this weekend? It is no, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday our yeah. time. Monday. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Tuesday. Yeah, yes, yeah. it'll be after the the 
season ends essentially for the NFL. Yeah. Get their, their game. So, yeah, big, big football game. Takeaways out of this. That Michael Penis left. Looks very good. Yeah. JJ McCarthy, I think, for Michigan yep. also looks very, very good. Um, yeah, there's a lot of talent in both these teams, a lot of first-round talent. So, uh, yeah, I think it would be quite an interesting game. Um, maybe leaning a little bit towards Washington just for more fun and mm-hmm. uh, see if they can get mm-hmm. it done and uh, get a championship. Looking at that Penix, the the big question mark is age and previous Injuries. ACL. He's uh, 24. Bo- he's done ACLs both knees and he did ACs in both shoulders. So, uh, so <laughs> But having said that, he's four years at Indiana, I think it was. Mm. Um, you know, they were his injury years. He's played two full seasons at Washington with nothing. So yeah, um, so he's been healthy late. And, anyone that and throwing that a bit of a left-hander as well. So that yeah. adds a bit of things. But yeah. Watching that game, you're like, if anyone looks pro-ready, it's, it's this guy, Penny. Yeah. Someone uh, – uh, flip the visuals so it looks like he's throwing right hand. And he's <laughs> like, if this was a right hand throw motion, you wouldn't question it. He's, mm. It's like he's an elite talent. Like um, He'd be a high first-round pick. And I think at the moment he's kind of looking at, you know, if he wins, they're pushing towards top ten. Um, the kind of teens, uh, the injury when he gets into the combine, they, they check his knees and stuff out, how they how comfortable they win, maybe he slides a bit. He'd be the one that's like, why is he sliding? It'd be history and age. So, yep. yeah, mm. be interesting one to watch. But there's going to be – I think it's going to be a huge draft class for, for quarterbacks. quarterbacks. So, yeah. Yeah, quarterbacks, it's, receivers. It's a big year. Yeah, yeah Marvin Harris should go number one yeah. if he doesn't. Um, well, Justin, that, that, Justin Fields will be on the move and maybe Williams is going to Chicago. So Yeah, it's yeah. fun, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what else do I want to say about Penix, 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 yeah, yeah, age? Yeah. Oh, let, let, uh, so any um, Aussie listeners, yes. it's not like cricket where being left-handed is an advantage, if anything, mm-hmm. uh, changes things up. Uh you don't actually see many lefty quarterbacks. It changes – it flips the whole field so everything's back to front. It changes the spin on the ball so the receivers have to sort of adjust to – The offensive line's a big one. The offensive line. So normally it's your left tackle that protects the quarterback's blind side. So with the lefty, you've got to have that with the right tackle. It just inverts everything mm-hmm. and you don't see it all that much in pro football. Yeah. I Michael think- Vick says hi. <laughs> he- Was Vick left armed? Yeah. Uh, sure I'm about to make that up. Byron, <laughs> Byron Leftwich. So I, I think Steve, from memory I'm trying to think of, I think Steve Young might be the Steve only Young. quarterback that's won a Super Bowl as a left-hander. I think Michael Vick's right now that I'm thinking about it. Byron Leftwich was le- – like, again, we're talking about a guy. No, that, you well, – based on these pictures, that looks left-handed that, Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> He's very ambidextrous. Yes. So you. Back yourself there, Peppy. Yeah, so left-handed, but Michael Vick didn't win a Super Bowl. Tua is currently left-handed. Tua is, Tua is the only one in the league, I think, at the moment. Yeah. Sorry, left-handed. So even that is a stat. There's one lefty currently starting in the in the in the yeah, league. Tim Tebow, uh, watching. Lefty. If, yeah, yeah, if you want to watch the Swamp on uh, on Netflix. Keeps going, keeps going. It's fucking not many, really. No, it's not like, many. Like we're going and through all the names. Chris, Chris, Sims Chris Sims had a reasonable career. May have won a Super Bowl as a backup somewhere <laughs> with the amount of teams yeah, he played. He was, on. I think he was backup at Tampa. Uh, Tampa. So yeah, the biggest name in the 2000s is Michael Vick. Vick yeah. yeah. Keep going, keep going. I'm, also, I'm pretty sure Steve Young's – oh, did Michael? Yeah, he did. So Michael – Mark uh, – sorry, Mark oh. did, but he would have been – Brunel. He would have been backup, I think, to – No, he, I think no, he was a starter. He was a starter for the – So he won one team Super Bowl. formerly known as the Redskins. He won Super Bowl. Yeah, I got confused. I was thinking Doug Williams wasn't a left-hand and I was trying to work out who was. Yeah, Steve Young was the other one I could yeah. think of. Boom Eisenhower's in there. So, yeah. So quite a lot. <laughs> Eisenhower. <laughs> Eisenhower. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 
Too much World War II history. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know that guy, Boomer Oppenheimer? <laughs> Great quarterback. <laughs> Good at making jokes too. <laughs> well, um, we've gone back 30 years to find... The moral of the story is hey, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, to find a quarterback left-handed like has gone all the way to win a Super Bowl. It's, it's yeah. quite rare. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Dwight Eisenhower if you're, <laughs> if you're listening. He's dead. Yeah. I don't think Chris was with Bucks, wait. No, yeah, I would have said it there if he was. Yeah. Anyways, uh, 48 hours until college national championship. We're oh, going to yeah. see either Big Is Blue or Michigan, the Huskies. Um, Michigan favourite. Yeah, Michigan I think it's about four, four point, five point line, something along those lines. Yeah, it'll be very, very interesting. Yeah. Let's do some hoops. Curry, Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! Celtics haven't lost at home, 17-0. Uh, you want to know the longest streak? 54, the Warriors won at home uh, in 15-16. Celtics looking pretty good. The at Warriors the, wish they were the like garden. that. <laughs> sure do. Uh, Bucks still going pretty good, although they lost mm-hmm. a couple to the Pacers. The Pacers mm-hmm. looking pretty fun. Joel Embiid, he's my MVP uh, at the moment. He is the shortest, but it's kind of close between him and Joker. Long he's season. got 15, 30-point games in a row. It's very mm. rare in the modern era. There's a guy called Walter Steel Chamberlain who used to do them for fun. Uh, so if he scores 30 in his next game, he'll equal Kobe's run in 0203 of 16. And then James Harden back in uh, 2019 uh, had 32 in a row, which is insane uh, to think how, how the beard was playing five years ago. Ooh, yeah. But uh, Embiid uh, really putting the sixes on his back. Has support. Like they're, they're a fun team all around. Torres mm-hmm. Maxi's a lot Mm-hmm. Um, better this year than he was last year. Tobias Harris is no slouch, uh, but Embiid uh, really putting up a good resume for, for back-to-back MVPs. Knicks on a four-game win streak. They're 21 and 15. Julius Randle's been all right. Uh, the Heat, never can at the Heat. You yep. know, I think you've been big on that in, in years past. Yeah, don't worry if they're a seven seed or an eight seed. They're always good. As long as they got, <laughs> if Jimmy B Jimmy, is healthy yeah. and playing, then, yeah, he makes a huge difference. Like it's playoffs. Um mm-hmm. They had a pretty tough road trip but still won two games uh, from Warriors, Jazz, Clippers, Lakers, Suns. They go home and, and have four at home, which are very winnable. Yep. Magic, we've got to talk about them. They haven't been great since the last pod, but they can beat Denver in Colorado. Oh, yep. There's nothing wrong with the young Magic team. I think they did that as well without Franz Wagner. Um, so, yeah, look, when they're, they're healthy, uh, they're, they're a bit of fun. Talking of fun, this Pacers team. Bet the overs. If the Pacers are playing, they did not play any defense, uh, regularly scoring 140 plus. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, uh, I think a few po- pods ago, like, is he top 10? Mm-hmm. Then we're like crunching the numbers mm-hmm. and we had like 16 blokes in our top 10. He's top 10. We, we're talking about it in, in our groupies. Um, everyone, everyone had him top 10. Um, he's eighth currently for, mm-hmm. for MVP at 36 to 1. Mm. Uh, he had 23 assists on New Year's Eve. He had 18 in 25 minutes against the Hawks. Had he played a whole game, he was really on track to nearly go for, for record sort of breaking numbers there. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's like uh, uh, getting to look like a, a young Chris Paul, like really playing that point guard position, yeah. just dishing dimes for fun. Can you confirm for me? Because I thought I saw a stat that said – he got their first triple double since like 2015. Wouldn't surprise me. I'm trying to think of guys. That, yeah, I was like, oh, that I was like, wow, that seems really odd. But then also, because uh, then I was because Sabonis when he was there would have got double doubles for fun. But I can't imagine him getting ten assists in a yeah. game. Yeah. So well, I could. I was trying to find this stat, and it was it was his first 
triple double, of course, since 2015. So, because he's been at the, the club essentially since then, I think he was mm. a first round pick in that year. Um, so, yeah, for I him think, getting the boards is hard. Yes, yeah. So, uh, and you know, we talk about triple doubles a fake start, but it, you know, if that's the Pacers' first triple double in eight years, uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, here we go. Yeah, I was reading this before. It didn't really give me a clear answer because if you scroll down, it's, it mentions the 2015. Um, Essentially, I think. What yeah, so, so and then you MVP chance. Uh, He's the longest tenured, tenured player, player there. Yeah. So that was my thinking. It's been a, a uh, must be I a believe lot. it. It's crazy because then you look at, you know, someone like Joker averaging a triple double. Can you just go list of triple no. doubles for the Indiana Pacers? That might be a way to go. Yeah. Uh, and why he does that, maybe we can finish off uh, that side of the conference. Yeah, finish off the East. Uh, Nets and Bulls are sort of on the cusp at 16 wins. Hawks and Raptors at 14. And then it's already lines through Charlotte, Wizards and Pistons. The Pistons... Of course, tied the record. Tied the record. 28 losses in a row. They bend, don't break, baby. Yeah. Bend, don't break. They, uh, they they beat the Raptors, so they didn't lose yeah. 29 did, in a did row. Did we talk uh, last, last party about their fans... Um, uh, trying to kill their team, so <laughs> I don't think so. Because there's a clause if 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 if, if, they, if they, <laughs> there's a clause that no, the fans can kill the team. The fans can kill the team. I'll go to the big house. So it's, it's more if the, if the team gets wiped out, say the plane crashes and the team they all die. <laughs> Uh, so this is why they talk about should the fan, the fans are like should we kill the team uh, that they have to do <laughs> it's like real deep like Reddit like yes, fortune yes. like <laughs> there, there, there's, a, there's an NBA rule that they can have an emergency draft where they emergency can pick draft. can pick players from other teams to make a new team so it was like should we do that to, to get a new team and sack off all the blokes we've got. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it is funny. And you know where they are, there was like maybe we should, but uh, you know, uh, it's a bit bit drastic. You to, know who to comes to mind then? Uh, uh, Brucey from The Longest Yard. Yeah. <laughs> we could play against the gods. <laughs> we can crush them. We can kill them. <laughs> exactly. Oh, mercy. Well, uh, I think their, their lives are, are no longer in jeopardy. They've been saved. They've, they've won again. They've been so. saved. Hey, and look. Let's hope they don't start a new dropping. streak. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I did see the meme uh, that was going around that said, if you live in the Detroit area and own a jersey, show up to training mm-hmm. or try to mm-hmm. practice on Tuesday. Well, the big thing's been, uh, I think it's Wingstop. You get five free wings with a $10 purchase or something if mm. the Pistons win. Mm-hmm. So they haven't had to pay out that. Three times this uh, year. But after, the, yeah, after they won and the record, they, um, Wingstop, they couldn't uh, – they basically <laughs> run out of wings. The they, couldn't, they couldn't get up with the man because everyone was going and getting their free wings. So uh, I mean, It would have made them a piece of money because it was like you have to pay a certain amount to and get your free wings. The so. bonus has heaps of triple doubles. I was like, I can't uh, find a list of like, and th- well, but he's got timeline. He's got eighteen in his career. Yeah, so I guarantee yep. he hasn't got eighteen uh, with the Kings this year. So a bunch of them would be with the Pacers. So yep. fa- fake stat, fake stat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was because I was like, because he it might, uh, maybe it was his first triple double. Yeah. That sounds about right. No, that may, maybe because he more, would more, never get the boards. Well, you never get the boards. Yeah. Whereas Sabonis like averages a double well, double. Well, yeah. So yeah. he's just going to have a few games assists. where he where he gets the um, gets the dimes. Yeah. yeah. Hence why I asked you, can you confirm it for me? Because that's why, only we, got, that's why we got fact checkers. Yeah. That's yeah. why you know we talk about attention spans and. But like we're saying, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But like we're saying, paces fun. They are fun. Bet the overs. Uh, let's go to the West. Another fun team. The unexpected, probably. The, the Minnesota Timberwolves to be this good. 
Uh, New Jersey up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25 and 9. Question, did you have him in your top 10? Uh, <laughs> who were talking about, Ann Edwards? No, no, <laughs> no I didn't. So we, we did proper top 10s. He's he's on the cusp, but you need... I think he's been, he's been so good this year. Yeah, well... That's the reason who, why the Wolves are up there. Well... But who drops out? I, I had Lebr- LeBron. I, I had LeBron in there. I had Steph, <laughs> had LeBron at 10. I had Steph in there. Um, KD's still in there, but he's still doing it. Yeah. And Edwards is definitely going to be a top 10. And if you've got him in your mm-hmm. top 10 right now, I wouldn't laugh at you. That is for sure. And again, going back to MVP chats and from the football, their team's winning a lot. So yes, and he's a big reason for it. 100%. He's averaging 26, 5 and 5. Uh, I think the, the big thing is is the chemistry between the two mm-hmm. bigs. We were looking at uh, the Gobert trade last year. Like, why get two guys that yeah, play, a, play a similar role that they're just getting they're in struggled. each other's ways? Um, KAT's playing more of a power forward mm-hmm. you know, role. He's playing... He's playing good defense, but he's more efficient as a scorer. And then Gobert just doing his, you know, twelve boards a game kind of yep. kind of shit, cleaning the glass. Uh, so the Wolves are looking good. It does have that feeling of oh, Wolves and OKC maybe go one and two, but are they actually the real? Threats? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if they run into one of one of those teams that we've talked about before, that you know have a guy, a guy, and it is healthy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they just you know dominate. But it's fun. It's fun to see. Uh, a team that's really fun to see uh, mm-hmm. doing so well is the Thunder, who had uh, a losing record last year. They were they were mm-hmm. below 500. They're 23 and 11. Uh, all five of their starters are under 25. And in terms of like an injury perspective, that barely anyone's missed yeah, much, much they're healthy time at all. And their you know their picks they've made are, are paying off. Chet's been unreal. Uh, Jalen Williams, Jake Dub. He was the 12th pick last year. He's averaging 18 a game, and he is playing small forward at the moment at six foot five. There's, I think he's a reasonable shooter. So mm-hmm. there's a bit of noise around possibly moving Josh Giddy on. Uh, his numbers are down versus last year. Obviously, a lot. He's of had players. a couple of good games recently. Which, I think he's been fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. I, I just whether he's he's the one in the five that's the trade piece that maybe mm. like get something to improve that five. And some I think that's value. The, that's yeah. the value. Yeah. And, it, and he's, yeah, he's, he's value now, and with all the other stuff that's kind of happened. You know, can they get rid of distraction? Mm. Caveat: mm-hmm. I'm knocking my mic over. Distraction there. Only busy yet? Yeah, no, not many. But too many air quotes. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, whether that that kind of plays into it, and he's the perfect trade piece for that team to then and it, get it, something that maybe puts them over the edge, like he's, or get something that helps them compete come playoff time. Well, it's juicy if you're one of these sort of seller dwell teams that are, you know, like the Spurs that have yep. got a generational talent in in Wembenyama. Mm-hmm. You can mm. pair that with a with a really solid young uh, guard. I think, uh, yeah, maybe they would be happy to yep. to depart with uh, with something. Uh, maybe a little bit overs. Uh, mm-hmm. Nets, Jazz also been mm-hmm. sort of mentioned. Um, I could see the Blazers making a move. Yep. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Again, it's mid-season and they're playing well. Maybe, you know. Don't uh, don't, don't try to fix it if it's not broken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, yeah. this could all be it. speculation and they could be saying, no, Giddy's our man for the next five years. Yep. Uh, if they keep this group together, they could – they could win it this year mm-hmm. and all these guys mm-hmm. are going to be better next year. So yeah, yep. it's really in a window now, team. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, legit MVP chance for SGA. He's third currently uh, amongst the bookies, about five to one, only behind the, the two uh, freak talls in, in Joel and Joker. Uh, he's averaging 31 a game, which is third in the MVP. He's a massive part of their success. Uh, I don't – I think it's going to be hard to go past those two as an MVP 
uh, barring injuries. Yeah. Uh, but mm. scores so many points and Joe Gomez averages a triple double. So yeah. it's yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard. It's going very hard. To I'm actually surprised goals. those two haven't pulled out further in free yeah. and and shortened up. And that's testament to how good um, Shea is playing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Joker, is it just silly that buzzer beater against the Dubs? I'm most from the logo and just drop it in. And it looked like the most Joker <laughs> shot ever. Like it looks yeah. so lazy, and like <laughs> unenthused. Just and his nice motion and yeah. yeah, buckets, bucket off the glass and in. Real fucking dagger for for the Dubs fans. Uh, it actually looked kind of animated. Like a, you could tell that beating the Dubs is mm-hmm. is big for them. It still matters, yep. even though they're kind of struggling this year. Uh, Clippers, Kings, Mavs all through the middle there. Pels uh, looking fun. Suns might need to pull their finger out. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a couple mm. teams in that, that order there that might need to pull their finger out. Mm. We're talking about Warriors, Lakers. This is the exact same scenario as last yes. year. I was hey. going to say, this is yeah. what it was like last year. Yeah. Don't, you can't count the Lakers out or, yeah. we or the Warriors. We spent all year can't count, counting them out until they've <laughs> well, well, LeBron's older, Steph's yeah. older. The Warriors have got the, the whole nightmare around Draymond and the indefinite suspension. Well, he, uh, I think yeah. they ended that. He's back now. So He's he, back? Yeah, so that's what I saw today. Did he I play? That's they, play, they played today. Let they me, played yesterday. So let me confirm because I think I saw that. I've only actually only seen it in one place, so it could be a fake stab. <laughs> uh, yeah, NBA agrees that. NBA yeah, after 12 games suspensions. Okay. Which was today. So that happened today. Okay. So they don't have to deal with that headache anymore. But you don't want to leave See it. See how long he lasts, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, we, all we're looking at is his rap sheet. He had five suspensions yeah. and four with this year or something. So, so what? He's thrown left hook. He's done <laughs> He's done a rear naked. So maybe a head kick's coming. Yeah, head kick. <laughs> head kick, I think, is the most likely next. Triangle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's still close to a choke, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe a leg Flying knee. Flying knee. Oh, there's yeah. a good one. Crucifix or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Masvidal versus Ben Askren. Flying knee. Whoopa! <laughs> Not much UFC on at the moment, so they've got to sneak him in there somehow. They're yep. talking about coming out of retirement, those two, to fight at UFC 300. Jeez. Really? Anyway, we'll get to that later. <laughs> you can Would hear be about nice. that in the final round. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Jazz, I don't think, will be there. A, a team Gri- that, yeah. Grizz is interesting. I Very think they've dug themselves too big a hole. Jar needs to look at that and, and think, mm-hmm. I can't be doing dumb mm-hmm. shit. My team actually really needs me. But also, yeah. I'm really good at basketball. Yes. Grizzlies are six and three since his return. He's averaging 25, eight and five. Mm. Uh, and he's like, if J- Jaron Jackson is better when, when Jar Morant's there. Desmond Bain is better when Jar Morant yeah. is there. I think, you know, with him out and no Brooks in that team anymore, they needed something. Yeah. And to have him back has really helped the guys out. It showed how, how important Brooks was to him last yes. year as well. Uh, yeah, I tend to agree. Um, for all the hate he got at the end of the playoffs last year, yeah, I think you kind of see his value to that team. So if you uh, predict, estimate out their six and three of the last ten over the rest of the season, so if they win sixty percent of their games, yeah, they'd be playing. They would make it. So yeah, yeah. so it's not out of out of unheard of. Like we've got a whole bunch of teams there with negative records that all potentially could make it. Yeah, they're, they five, need to they're play. five behind. But the thing is, they're five behind the pack. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's Rockets, Warriors, Lakers, Jazz, all on sort of 17 wins. So, uh, yeah, they've dug themselves a bit of a hole. But And look, these days with the playing tournament, you only have to get yourself to 10. Yeah. You got you just need to punch your ticket, get in there, and then see how far you can go. Having said that, it's hard from 9 and 10. But, yeah, you just have to be there, don't you? Yep. Mm. But big, big sort of thing for, for Jar and, and – you know, he knows he's good at basketball. He's just got to sort out the, the sort of brain fart stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Was it, did he dunk over um, 
Yeah, Victor during the during the week. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's got incredible uh, hops for a guy that's six foot three. Yeah, I think the game. I think he matched up with Giannis in the other game uh, a couple of days ago as well, which was uh, a late viewing. Mm. So hopefully we'll see that for many years to come. Um, the big freak that is Victor going up against <laughs> the Greek freak. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit of soccer. Pretty quiet, really, since uh, since last pod. There were New Year's games in the EPL. Uh, Monks would bring up a table. I've got a few sort of results there. United, she's hard viewing. Uh, lost two one to uh, not Forest. Uh, shout out to Morgan Gibbs uh, White with the with a late winner there. Arsenal dropped their last two games of two thousand twenty three. Uh, it's very Arsenal to start well and start having a little bit of a slide. <laughs> a little bit so, of a wiggle. So we'll see what happens uh, there. It was a pretty scrappy uh, goal actually from Fulham to to get the uh, the three points in that one. Liverpool looked dangerous against Newcastle. They they did concede two, but they could have scored mm. six. Uh, they had a pen saved and uh, and scored one um, from an offside position. But uh, we're going to talk about Aston Villa, boys. They're, they're three points off yeah. off Liverpool there. It's, granted, City do have a game in hand uh, in third, but uh, really looking uh, likely to be playing Champions League football, the villains at, at mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. Arsenal, a bit of a slide, like we mentioned. Uh, they could be top of the table if they didn't drop their last two, and uh, they've only had one win from their last five. Mm. Yeah, tough, tough feeling for them. Spurs sitting there in fifth uh, and then a big drop down to West Ham, Brighton, United, Newcastle. Speaking of bad run, Newcastle's had a shit run. They've uh, they've uh. lost four from their last five. Yeah, United spoke about a lot last pod. They've only won one from their last five. Uh, and Chelsea clawing their way back. Um, they're, they are still 10th but had a very yeah. ordinary start to the year. I don't know much about it, but I know Tottenham um, might have some reinforcements coming. Mm. Um, I think they announced today that uh, – I'm going to read it as Australian as Timo, but since he's German, I'm assuming that's not how they say his first name. Uh, that's pretty close. I think it's. Uh, I think his first name might be Timo Werner. Yeah, yeah Timo Werner. Yeah, yeah. so bring uh, he's coming across on officially confirmed online um, yep. to join uh, the Hotspurs. It's a bit of a. I think he's winging a forward um, for them. Yep. So yeah, he's good. Uh, try. He's got a lot of goals for Germany. Yep, Werner. Uh, he's played a fair bit for Chelsea. Yep. Um, they've been banged up. So <laughs> and. You know, doing as well as he can with the with the cattle that he's got. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's been pretty good. A couple of reinforcements will definitely help them. Looking down to the bottom of the table, uh, Everton. Those ten points lost really starting to hurt. They're in uh, relegation danger currently. Especially seventeenth. So of their last five, they've lost. Their they last lost three on the trot. Yeah, yeah. and then whereas Luton's won, they're two and one in that same mm-hmm. period. So they're kind of closing the gap there with a one-point difference. Luton were close to beating Chelsea after being 3-0 mm. down in the last mm. 10 minutes uh, last weekend. Uh, they hit the bar twice, I think. Uh, would have been some sort of comeback if they were able to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then Burnley and Sheffield look Probably like they'll be going. Yeah, they're on a 11 and 9 points respectively. Mm-hmm. It's a fun year, man. Uh, <laughs> if you look go up, up at the top there again. So yeah. Liverpool uh, sat let's, Let's let's say Liverpool to United. So one to eight. There's 14 points that mm-hmm. that um, mm. that separate it. I'm not saying that United can win the league. United can definitely play Champions League. They need to pull yeah. their feet. I, I feel like the top five out. have cleared themselves from yeah. the next the next lot of guys. Yep. And there's um, a five yeah. five point spread there p- between uh, Spurs and uh, and Hammers. Yep. Yeah. So and uh, so I think be from those five we'll we'll get a, a winner. But I think it. Uh, we, ha- we haven't written it off. City haven't just completely won it. This, <laughs> um, and 
you know, Arsenal were there last year and they're kind of still there, but we've got a few extra challenges, which I think is interesting. Um, so we'll see if like how that plays out. Position there, Liverpool, only one loss so far. Yep. yep. Six mm-hmm. draws. Uh, haven't been super clinical in, in putting teams away. Uh, th- their defence has been good. They've only mm. conceded 18 from, from 20 games. So if you're going mm. and less than a goal a game, uh, oh, yeah. you're definitely doing something right. Yeah. yeah. Arsenal's probably, what, no goal difference, goals for, goals against. There, they're probably only one. None. They're all over 20. So in the top five, I'm looking at there trying to see how it is. And, yeah, they're um, – they're definitely ahead yep. of everyone on that list. So that's good. Yep. That's why they're on top of the ladder. Exactly. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, Asian Cup Points stuff. win football games. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, John Madden. <laughs> See, what they got to do here is score more points oh, than the other team. Uh, Asian Cup starts next weekend. I think we've got India in, uh, mm-hmm. in the first mm-hmm. game. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously Australia and India, we love talking about it in a cricket sense. Yep. I don't think it's going to go the Indians' way when it comes to soccer. Uh, stranger things have happened. Close or, tri- or double digits? I was going to say triple. I was thinking triple doubles. Double digits. <laughs> Do you I think don't think it will digits? score ten. No. Oh, okay. I think it will be three or four plus. Okay. Uh, our group, we shouldn't really have any dramas. Uzbekistan uh, have caused us issues in the past. Uh, and Syria, they're playing in Qatar. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think we'll go through with nine points. Uh, but I think mm. we will win the group. Win, maybe a draw in there. Yeah, throw a draw in there. Uh, and I don't think that will come against India. No. Uh, just have a, just scroll down the the uh, groups there, Monks, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, I have the groups there. Yeah, Qatar and China, Tajikistan, Lebanon, good luck to you two. Already went through ours, which is Group B. Uh, Iran, UAE, Hong Kong, Palestine. That's going to be a big thing for, you know, current – geopolitical climate and the fact yes. that they're there is, is massive. Yep. Uh, so there'll be a fair bit of support, I'd imagine, for, for them. I don't see them getting out of the group, unfortunately. Uh, Japan, Indonesia, Iraq, Vietnam, Japan are the uh, odds-on favourites to win the whole thing. Yep. Uh, mm. talk, talking about nine points before, I think Japan get nine points in their group. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And then Korea, Malaysia, Jordan, Bahrain, you'd think Korea get through pretty easily there. And then down to Group F. Saudi, Thailand, Kyrgyzstan, Oman. They've gone the expansion route, uh, much like the Euros, mm-hmm. uh, kind of different in the bottom end in the Euros compared to Asia. They, I don't know, for mine, maybe could have kept it at 16 teams, might have been a bit more interesting. And you start thinking, oh, I wonder how, uh, you know, Tajikistan have fared recently <laughs> in, uh, in football. Not well. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. So uh, football, soccer at the moment, big viewership. Lots of dollars, so and especially in that part of the world at the moment, it's, yeah, these will be in all the same yeah, exactly. uh, stadiums they're, that they're we're using the World Cup. Big money in it, so you know, see if they get some returns on it. Yeah, should we? We'll do a final round. We'll just we'll talk about that in the final round. What'd you say? Yep, definitely hit it. Not heaps of UFC uh, other than a few announcements. Sean, you want to take them away? Yeah, well, uh, officially on, I think it was New Year's Day, uh, McGregor announced that the, his Michael Chandler fight has been confirmed. <coughs> Not going to be UFC 300. It will be in June, but it's at middleweight, which is odd uh, for two former, well, one's a former lightweight, the other one's a former featherweight slash lightweight, fought at welterweight, now to fight at Welterweight fight at middleweight is four, four divisions. Fourth division for Connor. Hey? Yeah. So, and he, if he gets a knockout, if he knocks Chandler out, you know, no one's ever knocked out 
had a knockout in four different divisions, so mm. it's crazy. Mm. Um, I don't – if they allow them to juice the shit out of this, it's going to be interesting because they get to 185. They're going to be <laughs> – Well, you're not. Because <laughs> McGregor's 5'8 and Chandler's 5'7, five, 5'6. Five, so, you know, um, you know the, the, the smaller guys juiced out of their gills, um, you know, carrying <laughs> all the mass to go to 185 is going to be quite interesting. Um, I don't because the UFC has their change in uh, drug policies coming up as well of uh, who's actually going to be doing their <laughs> testing. So, yeah, I wonder when that those loopholes will start. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an odd one. Essentially to me it's, it means neither of them have to cut weight. They'll just come in and it's whatever natural weight they're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, by all accounts that kind of means that McGregor's probably already over 170 and he's looking pretty huge um, from all the <laughs> videos. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. I, I – Will Chandler struggle to get up to kind of a higher weight? Is that the advantage that McGregor has kind of paid for himself just to be way bigger than Chandler? Um, who knows? But uh, fun fight. Good to see them both back. It's been a while since their last ones. Um, I think it's probably two years for McGregor. Um, I since, more. Yeah. Since they got hurt against Dustin. I don't think he's been back since then. I'll chase that up. Um, so, yeah, that was probably the biggest one. There's still a – there's still – it's yeah, been, been two, two and a half, half. so yeah. it was July 21 yeah. uh, since the, the Poria fight and mm. uh, they're not fighting until the middle of the year, so it'll be three, three years, years between fights. Yep. It'll be thir- he's 35 Jeez. He's thirty five currently, Connor. Yeah. But uh, another, yeah. another dude that's made a billion dollars selling whiskey, so um, making all the money, mm. uh, not like he needs to do it. So, uh, But he, he enjoys the competition. Um, what about Masvidal? He's coming out of retirement? Yeah, that's that's the report's going to come out. It sounds like they're dangling the UFC 300 in front of him, mm-hmm. uh, potentially get on it. Um, ben Askren said, I'll come out of retirement and fight him at <laughs> UFC 300. Um, uh, Ben's a bit old and has had a hip replacement recently. So. He's had a hip replacement? Yeah, yeah, so after Jake Paul knocked him out, he had his hip replaced. So, yeah, he, that's right. you know, he 100% went out there to get you know, sat down by uh, by Jake Paul, like he didn't throw the <laughs> fight, but he knew how he was going out there uh, to get himself knocked out and get paid. So, because uh, he was going to get his hip replaced like a couple of weeks later. Um, uh, Jorge's uh, not; uh, he's still thirty nine, so he's old. Yeah. He's old but mm. there's you know some fun fights there. Um, there's been talk about the BMF belt, which mm-hmm. Gagey's got with a. I think Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz. Maybe they can find some fun fights for either of them. Mm. UFC three hundred is mm. going to. Have a whole bunch of things on them, but yeah, nothing official in that space yet. Have you got the UFC 300 card up there, amongst the announced fights? I th- thought I saw you had. Yeah, it. I think we yeah. covered. I don't think uh, we've announced any since the last time we talked. So it's still no. three. So it's Rakic, Prohaska, yep. uh, uh, Kata, and uh, Sterling, yep. and Bo Nickel uh, taking on a Brundage. Brundage, yep. yeah. So they're the three announced for yeah. UFC 300. So yeah. I think I saw something that said in the next week there's going to be a, a bunch more. Kind of, they're going to build that card out. They're going to hype the you know, Jesus out of it and feel it top to bottom. So UFC is back next week mm-hmm. uh, after a, a few fight weeks off. Night, though, it's a fight night, but I was looking yep. at it before. Let me just get the um, the card up. There's some good names on on it. Uh, so UFC fight night next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magomed Ankalev versus mm-hmm. Johnny Walker. Yep. Jim, Jim Miller's on the card. Yep. Um, yeah, it's more sort of oh, Andre Arlovsky. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a few few names on it. It's, it's fun-ish for, yep. for a fight night card. Yeah, then a couple of weeks yep. away couple of weeks to, the, uh, to Strickland, I think, is the mm-hmm. next one. Yep, Strickland and 
He's on Theo. Not Faf Uglesey. He's on Theo Vaughn's podcast. Theo Vaughn, a comedian. Doesn't have much to do with sport, but quite funny. Yeah, I think that podcast got a little emotional towards the end. Yes, yeah. Talking about child abuse, et cetera, especially for John growing up. Yeah, pretty intense stuff. So, yeah, a bit emotional, especially when USV fighter starts getting a bit emotional, you know, it's some serious shit. Yep. Falk as well, not that far away. That's six weeks until yep. Falk yep. and Tapuria. Yep. I think there's a lot of Aussies on that card as well. Tied to Ivasa. Yep. Uh, pretty sure I saw a video of Tua getting stuck in. I can see. Yeah. I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw a video of Ty Tua Vasa getting stuck in a poor can at some pub. So. Yes, that did happen. <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> 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 can do your own research on that. Uh, yeah, check that out yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yep, if I'm a uh, Paul Kent, I'm going, yep, 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 see you yep no worries. Um, have a nice night there, Ty. <laughs> Boxing uh, fun coming up. Uh, so Fury Uztek has been confirmed for Undisputed. Uh, so February 17th, that is happening. Wow. Um, so not too far away from that. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And then since Joshua doesn't have a dance pass for now, that Wilder got knocked, um, well, yeah, no, he lost, he lost, he didn't get knocked out. Um, unanimous decision loss to Parker. Uh, they've gone the French's Nangano route. Mm. Um, so Nangano's got Fury, then Joshua, um, <laughs> which is crazy to think. Yeah. Uh, they'll fight March 9th, which was the day that had been confirmed for the Wilder fight originally. Mm. So I'm pretty sure that's in um, uh, Saudi Arabia uh, mm. for that. So uh, that's kind of another pretty interesting fight in the heavyweight division. Uh, be interesting to see what Francis can do against a fighter that's say more prepared mm. than Fury was. Fury probably just came in that bit of light training. So we'll see how Fury looks like against Uzcek. Um But the heavyweight division as it has been since last year has been fun, been interesting. Mm. Um, some names there starting to float around and uh, to push. Yeah, definitely as a, as a boxing casual, the, the heavyweight over the last few years um, has, mm. has been awesome. And, and mm. now the fact that the, the former UFC – Heavyweight King is out there and and held definitely held his own against against Fury. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty fun. Uh, Making Dana much. look silly that uh, saying things like he was never going to make his money outside the UFC. Uh, I think he's all good. I think so too. <laughs> uh, that uh, Noya uh, Inoue, he's a two weight undisputed uh, champion. Yep. So he got his second weight division as undisputed champion. Um, I think it's the first time it's. Uh, I think Terras Crawford did it recently. But um, first in, in a while. Um, he's number one pound for pound. Yeah, I believe he's also pound for pound number one at the moment um, after his win last week. So yeah. um, an absolute dominant champion um, with an incredible record. Um, people are trying to throw, throw out fun fights for him, but the, 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 the challenge, of course, is the weight divisions. He's mm-hmm. a... Uh, Manage two of them now. Yeah, well, and he's a, a lot lower than say, and then there's other guys like if we talk Crawford or we talk oh, Canelo, yeah. etc. He's, you know, they got thirty pounds on him, sort of thing. So yeah, but it, uh, in his divisions, he's absolute dominant. What have you got there for rankings? Uh, boxing pound for pound. So that's got Crawford there. So this is he's got. He's this is going to be classic. Uh, yeah. Boxing Who do you? Where it's yeah, half of them have you, Crawford. What are, you, half what are you reading, kind of thing? Yeah. So you had it there. Half of them have. Crawford. Most of them got Crawford there. All, well, all, all of them, them got Crawford. And then so anyway, it's two yeah. according to most. Yeah, and then Ushik three. So. Canelo four. He said it. And some of them got him a bit lower. Yeah, yeah interesting, hey. Mm-hmm. Who's the highest uh, Aussie on that list? Uh, no one. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't 
Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Nah. So it's only top tens. Yeah. So you have to be in the top ten, which no one is pound for pound. No. Don't worry. That's all good. Uh, A little bit of rugby league. We've just chucked it Mm. in here in uh, a bit of a mishmash of a final round. So it's finally official. Jerome Luai, we've been speculating for the last month, but he is a Tiger Mm. come 2025. Correct. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's very NRL, but anyway. (laughs) Uh, Hey, look, money talks and this is the third time we've spoken about it, but he's achieved everything that I – just the, want to. I mean, sorry, just the whole concept that it's 2025. For, yeah, he's going to play he's a whole season. 2025, sorry, yeah. 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 I, I, got, I got what Monks was putting Yeah, so. yeah that's rugby league in a nutshell, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 So I, I've, I feel like there's already been, you know, all the rumours about swap deals, um, getting him out early and getting him over to the Tiger League. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Certainly yeah, 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 We'll yeah. see what happens between now and the start of the season, which is, well, I guess, three months away, March. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's like two, because it's mid-March. Yeah. yeah. Caught two. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Vegas. Yep. Uh, Justin Olam for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Confirmed joining mm-hmm. the Tigers um, from the Storm, I think, mm-hmm. at the moment. So yep. uh, going up there. And Dragons signed a young uh, Warriors bloke, uh, Volkman, uh, who is a half and may they may be looking at solving the, the Ben Hunt void, um, hopefully, at the end of this season, which he's contracted for yeah. as a Dragons fan. Yeah, all the, all the reports of not, – not great for you guys as Dragons fans, all the reports I've been seeing is about how they've – Missed out on all the free agents and they've kind of had to get the B and C tiers um, of guys and trying to put a roster together. So hopefully they can avoid this boot. Yeah, it's a bit of a, <laughs> a, bit of, a bit of a different yarn that we're having to a month ago when it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to get Joseph Manu. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're, yeah, we're also getting um, Nathan and Ivan Cleary of yeah. uh, Per Reports uh, to, yeah, we got nothing. Exactly. Anyways, uh, always used to say thank God for the Tigers, but they might be coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they might be on a sentence. We'll see. Uh, yep. This time of the year, down under, you you got to think tennis. Uh, so Brisbane International, I think. Brisbane going International. On. We saw Rafa getting beat by oh, that Thompson yeah. fella. He had yes. a bit of a sore hip, which is the one that he just had and off, I operated on. I think Joker lost to um, the Demon as well. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. The, so um, some Aussies there with a bit of form. Um, but... Uh, it, when it, when it matters, when the Aussie, Aussie Open comes around, it'll be interesting. I'm actually is that, fi- is that final tonight for the Brisbane International? Uh, it'll be very close because the Open starts in like a week and a half, doesn't it? Uh, well, next week. Next week, yeah. Sorry. A week today it starts and it's a Sunday, so I feel, unless Ooh. it was last night. Yeah, see if you can get they, a – They had um, – no, they were playing doubles and things today. This the seventh. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Dimitrov, I think I saw. yeah. Oh. You just got too far. Yeah. 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 Beat Holger Rune. Yeah. There you go. As of today. Uh, and the girls, I did see this last night. Uh, uh, Rubakana beat Sabalenka. Very good. So, yeah. It's the two years of – two weeks of the year where we've become <laughs> tennis experts all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was surprised when Dahl was going around again. I thought – he hasn't year. been playing. He had he had surgery. Uh, yeah. I, thought, I thought he was kind of going into retirement. Click on it. Click it. Click, beat him. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all in here, bro. Yeah. Don't no you don't need me. Nah, we do need you. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back. We've missed you. Golf's back. Uh, they're, they're playing in Hawaii. Um, I'll be up uh, in the morning watching no. some, some NFL, watching a bit of golf. Yeah, I don't think he played mm. much at all last yeah, year. He, he had no, surgery, no tournament yeah. wins. So, yeah, he had yeah. surgery. He's pretty much sat um, a lot of it. Um, any, any final notes? No. 
No. That's it. I think that's it. You're saying Cam Green back in the side and reshuffle. Yep. I'm yep. going to go Cam Bancroft. When does that test start, by the way? Ten days. It's a Wednesday. So not this week. It's. Yeah, I think I saw the uh, yeah, 17th. Yeah, yep. so, so yeah. 10 days. 17th. Mm. Uh, I, I think Cam Green as well, but I'll throw Renshaw in there as well. I like a team player. Yep. That's like <laughs> when we used to do picks for the for games on this and we're like an obvious favourite. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, we'll I'll go the underdog. Yeah, yeah, might as well. You get an occasional win. Yeah. So next 24 hours we'll know the NFL playoffs. The next 48 hours we've got a college football championship. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that T20 game that was going went to rain as well, so I'm not, may not have finished. Bloody East Coast. Oh, no, they'll come back. What do they need? So, a lot. <laughs> yeah. 57. Hayden going to win that by the yeah. looks. Yeah. Unless we can see some Tim David magic who's been underwhelming this big bash. Mm. Mm. Right, thanks for anyone that's joined us for the first podcast Potty. of 2024. It was yes. very cricket heavy. It we was. do love our cricket. There's a good there's a, there is a lot to, on at the moment. Yeah, if there's any to- time to talk about cricket, it's uh, certainly at the end of a, of a test match, at the end of a career of, a, mm-hmm. of in my opinion, the, the second best test opener uh, in Australian cricket history. Mm. Big, big year coming up. So we've got T20 World Cup. Yep. American NFL market. finals, of course. Um, oh, that's well, this week. Yeah, well, well. Your play- playoffs are coming up, so bowl, yeah. et cetera. Uh, what else is on the ticket for this year? Olympics. Uh, the Olympics, There's a lot of sport. Yeah, Olympics, yeah. <laughs> uh, India at the end of the year yeah. in, in terms of cricket. Um, Dragons win their first premiership since 2010. <laughs> 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 I woke up from a coma, the year's 2070. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's about it. And they won that's one it. premiership at that time. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, thanks to those that have uh, Thank you very checked much. it out. If you're here for the first time, we do have socials, check them out. Facebook, Instagram, and the likes. All right, we'll be back in two weeks' time, I think. Uh, Chat then. Have a nice week if you're back to work. Bye. Bye.